One man stands alone on the sunset of the morning. Some say he paid a little extra just to have the last house on the left. His name's Tristan Jones. This is The Gooch, episode 11. <laughs> well done. Okay. I'm pretty sure the last house on the left was a murder house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, welcome everybody. Happy Friday. Hope you've had a good week so far. Um, I hope you've had an out of this world week, in fact. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I know. What a subtle way of introducing our topic this way, this week. Um, so Evan's been itching for, for weeks weeks here to well, get into was, a topic. Uh, l- let me just let me just recall. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's been a lot of like hype in the media about uh, a lot of released documents and a lot of loose lips kind of sink ships material that's coming out of the US government currently expressly to do with UFOs. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I I I argued uh, on the group chat because uh, <laughs> this is this is like kind of a passion of mine. It's always been I don't know. I I, I didn't really realize that it was usually the right side of uh, you know the equation <laughs> that looks at UFOs a little more. But the more research I've been doing this week, I can see where you get that yeah uh, you know belief. Uh, but I, I think there's uh, just to set the preface. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just uh, I I watched that Ram commercial after you know the we, we did last week's oh, thing yeah. where you did the introduction. I was like, that would be a fun introduction if I could do like a <laughs> Ram introduction think about was to Canyon <laughs> The man who paid a little more to have that last house on the left. Oh. Uh, or the old tobacco commercials, yeah, but anything yeah. that has that raspy man voice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Although he does talk about his diabetes too. Diabetes. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like diabetes. if if I make it to fifty, that's my like career goal. Like, really? just be that like, oh yes, that honeyed voice. He could do our commercials, mm. and then like you know maybe get approached and be like, hey, could you like do this cigar company's commercials? I don't know. Like just, just throwing it out there, guys sponsor opportunity. See, I like, I started smoking weed to turn my brain off and everybody thinks about like retirement and their golden age is like a financial thing. Yeah. My retirement for me is like, I'm actually looking forward to senility where I can retire my brain and just let it do what it wants. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I'm going to be the just, guy at Denny's. You'll be canceled, and- <laughs> though. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> well, oh, I'm going to no. be getting De- Denny's Grand Slam at 3.30 in the afternoon in a bathrobe. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful, right? And it's not going to be fully done up. Oh, Let's man. be real. No, you and me both. It's a date. It's a date. Let's do it. Awesome. We'll be like 60. I'll have a little bit of hair left. Yeah. That's, uh, that's if we smell be like it. bourbon, we're going to end up looking like the guys who've been pointing out UFOs for the last fucking 30 years. <laughs> yeah, we'll be the guys at Denny's talking about UFOs. I remember when I was driving down Highway 45. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was so bright. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just get a little high. But, you know, like I, I think that the, the really interesting thing is how the media is portraying aliens and ufos 
Like it used to be more like a quizzical thing, like back in the forties with Rock Roswell, New Mexico, and you know the weather balloon. It was more of like a tongue in cheek kind of. Oh, there's no aliens, silly. Yeah. And didn't they but, originally report that? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a downed. Yeah, spacecraft. like they had a like a pretty much a, a solid lock, stock, and barrel like crash. They couldn't explain. Uh, they had like. Two or three, um, you know, high high ranking military officers yeah. say, "Yeah, it was a uh, unidentified object crash." We're investigating, and the next day they're like, "It's just a weather balloon, <laughs> folks. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see yeah. here. Nothing at all." But like nowadays, it seems the media is just like kind of approaching it like a threat. You know, like it looks to me like the media is like we're showing all these like they um, always do that well no not really because in my opinion it used to be more like a, a tug-and-cheek thing like tristan like oh they're just these drunk rednecks you know yeah. like oh there's, there's not aliens but now it's like you got military fighter jets and infrared technology picking up uh you know these these things they can't explain that like disappear climb thousands and thousands of feet in seconds the well, answer is space wanna- force I think one of the interesting things is and why I think the media, especially because when we talk media, whenever we talk government, more more often than not, except for in like very specific conversations, we're talking U.S. media, we're talking U.S. government. And I think that those two organizations uh, disproportionately profit off of theology. And if if aliens are proven, it'll be really, really hard for Christianity to absorb that information into their belief system. Yeah. I have a very strong feeling that if they try to just be like, God's just an alien, <laughs> like or something like that, they're gonna they're not gonna be able to get away with it. And I have I What have about a, the Galgamax? Yeah, like uh, <laughs> Forget about the Galgamax. <laughs> I feel like it undermines a lot of the structures. I think a lot of the things that the media shits on are just anything that undermines the status quo, right? Yeah. Like like we talk about taxing billionaires, the media jumps down it because it would undermine the the status quo, right? And I think that the the same can be said about anything that you know tiptoes on that line mm-hmm. of potentially creating a massive power swing. Because when a power swing happens, like basically, if if that news comes out, so like I watched that JRE episode, like the Joe Rogan one with yeah. uh, with the guy from the, that it came out from the eighties, Bob Lazar, yeah, yeah Bob Lazar, nice. and um. Interesting tidbits in there for sure, right? Like there's there's no there's no doubt that he is quite convincing. Yeah, what really of, pissed me off is he always seems to have a migraine. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just it's like the exact same thing as the mentalists that have been called out by guys who have spent their entire careers calling out mentalists is yeah. whenever they're struggling to make their their story make sense. And Joe Rogan has a tendency to fill in the gaps and like basically ask leading questions to. Help yeah. them, prompt them yeah. towards certain things. It which just it seemed to me like anytime they got on a roll where like they were talking about something really sweet, like I would have, I like where he was like, Yeah, I looked down and they had all the hangers open and there was like seven different fucking What was I crap. talking about again? And then oh. I was like, Ask him questions. Yeah. Like, what do they look like? Were they like shapes? I think the first. Could the- you, could your mind like understand them? Was it beyond reason? Was there like the Statue of Liberty, like with the vacuum cleaner, like space balls? <laughs> like, I, I want to know these things, but like, it just seemed like every time you like touched on something interesting, it was just, uh, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, then Barry, uh, this guy died and like he just kind of like dither off and like. It just upset me. Like if I, if I was trying to fabricate something that um, 
that that you know extravagant. That's exactly what I do. You, you wouldn't want to be as consistent as if it actually happened because you'd want that plausible deniability kind Always. of baked in. Yeah. Right. And when he starts hitting with like, oh, I can't really remember the dates, or oh, I only remember one guy's name. His name was Barry. It's like you know a guy for months and you don't even get to know his last name. Like yeah. even if there's like that suspicious, like oh, we were really well, secretive. And, and, and there shit, was a lot like, of those, right? Like it, he didn't lo- know his last name. He did know mm-hmm. the guy who signed him in and out with the with the bone measurement technology scanner yeah. thing yeah. that they were talking about. I don't know, but they managed to find out. I, I supposedly that guy's real. The filmmaker actually struck me as more dishonest than Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar struck me as somewhat confused, and the filmmaker struck me as exploitative <laughs> yeah like well, not necessarily dishonest or honest but basically yeah. knowing there's an opportunity for me to make money as a guy saying something that people want to hear and so i'm gonna just say it all i'm saying is like i i don't i don't believe everything he talked about but like it didn't sound like he really believed it either like he was like when when he was at like given all this written stuff and then you know the, the, the they wrote that the spacecraft came from like alpha centauri number 3 and he's yeah. like oh well i actually looked that planet up it does exist but this could just be information they gave me oh, so, so if being- i started talking they could trace it back to me right so like you also take that with a grain of salt like how much of the stuff was he seeing was just them fucking with him, you know, if, if it actually indeed happened, you know. Well, like, and, that, and that's the the hard part, too, is right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly that question. And also, I think, I think that the one question that never got asked and it pissed me off was the fact that, like, why did, why do we presume it's aliens? Like, yeah. Out of curiosity, like, I, I'm a huge superhero fan. Why not Wakanda? Like, right? Like, Wakanda yeah. would explain the exact same thing, and mm-hmm. none of those questions have ever been asked. Like, if there was, if there was a secret state that had access to uh, to something that could warp uh, gravity, but create a force field that yeah. would prevent people from entering it, almost like I don't know if Wakanda was located on the Bermuda Triangle and could uh, could in theoretically prevent people from tracking them and finding them, but sending out technology to go and scan. The advances of the rest of human society, yeah. or it could be Atlantis, you know, it, yeah. guys, underwater they, society. They, we've never seen them go into space. We've only ever seen them around our atmosphere and in the water. To presume that they go into space is just a weird step that I just don't understand. That mm-hmm. so again, I'm not skeptical on the existence of aliens. I think that there's a lot of interesting ones there. I've always loved the thought experiments involved with time and light and travel in that sense because, mm-hmm. like, the, the coolest thought i could i've ever had was like the amount of of time it takes for light to travel and reflect off certain things is really interesting and i was like what if we put like a a, a two thousand light years away a massive mirror that we could then look at the reflection because basically we'd be looking back two thousand years because the light reflection would be two thousand years old by the time it got there right Hmm. so we could look back in time theoretically (laughs) using Using a telescope and a mirror yeah. on a distant yeah. planet. We'd have to find a way to get to that yeah. planet first, which would mean that our technology far surpassed the telescope idea. True. But, but it's just the, I think that the the theories of time, like one of the things I was thinking about was they were like, oh yeah, it, it traveled at warp speed. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if, like what mock that would be if they're nearing the speed of- fast. Yeah. Unfathomably fast. But if it's, if it's at or nearing the speed of light, the next presumption is actually that that is a- single human being or several human beings because once you're traveling at the speed of light time doesn't exist Mm. right so if they left the earth 
100 years ago, it wouldn't really matter. They could be going for 100 years. It would feel like 10 minutes to them. And mm-hmm. then when they return, mm-hmm. they've, they, they are now in a newer state. They yeah. could genuinely have been an advanced species that's just waiting for the rest of humanity to catch up and is left. I think also one of the more funny ones that I've thought about too is like if you design something that travels at the speed of light, do you get a chance to test it out before you travel at the speed of light? Because I don't think you do. That's the test. And that would mean that you <laughs> don't know how to park it or stop it, which could be why they stop and hover for so fucking long and can't figure out what they're doing. There's a dude in there panicking, like, I genuinely didn't know we were going to get to this point. <laughs> oh my God, how do I stop yeah. this thing? Where's the auto park? <laughs> like, literally, Tesla has already invented one uh, thing that would have really helped this dude, and he's just panicking over the ocean, like, fuck me, what's <laughs> happening here? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. See, so, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like there's just not, the, the right questions aren't being asked. Have, or, you, guys, uh, have you guys ever heard of... Uh, Admiral Byrd's little mission he did down to the Arctic, and he I flew wanna, over. I want to know. That. Okay, so no. there's there's a there's a theory. I love this theory so much. And I'm so glad you you brought it up there, Tristan. But Hollow Earth is is something that apparently Nazis discovered during World War II. And Admiral Byrd took this fleet of planes and they flew over the Arctic or Antarctic, and they saw mm-hmm. this massive hole, and there were like machines flying out of it and all this stuff. And the they fuck? got yeah, and they got attacked. And like he made it back and like one other guy and he's like scared out of his mind. There's a little short little clip, um, kind of like an interview. He was like with, uh, he might've been like right with Hitler or something, but yeah, he's talking about it and he's scared pissless. But that goes in that same vein where like, yeah, you know what? It could be possible because we, yeah, we don't really see a lot of like space footage or like, Things from telescopes with weird. Well, I shit. think most of, but our, maybe NASA isn't letting us see that. Yeah, and also <laughs> like most of our observation capabilities are only on this planet, right? Like yeah. they have observed, um, you know, asteroids coming into the solar system, uh, not following any gravitational trajectory at all, and then basically just getting off. Right, so that basically and, and we implies wouldn't have the they ability have, to distinguish mm. between an asteroid and a ship at that well, point. Well, yeah, anyways, but here's the thing: distance. an asteroid would follow a gravitational curve, right? Because every planet's pulling on it in some yeah. aspect based on its gravitational force it creates in space. Whereas they've actually witnessed—I um, can't remember what it's called. It's got this weird African name they called it, but it was a. Uh, it was an asteroid that entered the solar system, followed no um, no <laughs> gravitational fields at all, uh, and, and didn't, like, if you're on a gravitational course, the sun's the biggest gravitational object next to Jupiter. So most things will try to fly by it. It just totally ignored that and, like, flew by Earth and stuff. And then uh, they basically, <clears throat> like, they looked at it and they were like, theoretically, this shouldn't have happened, so yeah. therefore aliens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not discounting the potential of aliens. What I'm saying is that it's so weird that we haven't explored the other questions. Uh, like, I mean, I know the U.S. will be like, well, we're in 170 some odd countries. Like, if yeah. shit was going down, we would have seen it, especially in Africa, where, you know, since the 1880s, 13 European countries have gone through Africa and basically pillaged the shit out of it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, it was like the fucking king of Belgium basically <laughs> sat down and etched out a map with with uh, all the other fucking uh, yeah. high upper echelon guys. And they were like, hey, why don't, why don't we carve up Africa and to a bunch of white districts, which they've done. So obviously Wakanda's not there, but <laughs> but mm. it's more just, <clears throat> I find it odd that that's the jump that we make, that like, <laughs> like it's just to think that, that 
it's not a past species or civilization. I think that the more interesting one would be to think That's that cool. there's another civilization because yeah. once you travel at that speed, time's no longer a factor, right? True. And so if they're all they're doing is basically, okay, we're going to fuck off and explore the galaxy for what'll feel like 2000 years to these people, but it'll feel like two hours for me. Mm -hmm. And by the time I come back, maybe their tech will be up at that point. Right. And so they come back and they visit and they go, oh yeah, not, not quite. Right. And oh they, shit. Everything's gone. What the fuck happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, another one. Damn. Yeah. But, but I think that, uh, it, like the, those the the ideals or the ideas of I just think those aliens would cool. be like pretty funny too. They'd be like, "Hey, you want to watch like Human Planet of the Apes?" But I also think yeah. it's weird that we presume yeah. that the first ones are going to be manned. <laughs> like, why do we presume that the first flights are going to be manned? True, like, right? Like the yeah. first things we sent out. Like by the time some of those satellites that we no longer have access to, the like the the ones that we've sent way out in deep orbit that passed past uh, Pluto, I believe, uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like by the time those those will eventually in like inter be in intercepted by another being. That's just that statistically, that's the most likely thing is it's either, mm -hmm. either going to get demolished on its path or it's going to encounter someone or something. Right. But yeah. I think that it's kind of just, it's weird that we presume that they would be manned. Cause again, they're having this conversation about like, yeah, there was a seat in there and I was like, why would the first one, the earliest ones be manned? That would be just odd, right? I would expect the yeah. unmanned ones to also be the ones trying to collect the samples and, you know, the ones pausing to get water and doing those things. Like, what is this planet? Mm -hmm. Why is this water so salty? What the yeah. fuck happened here? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. salt that's... water doesn't benefit uh, <laughs> no, organisms that look like us. But no, it could true. be also that, you know, maybe it's an advanced breed of octopi and that's why their heads are so huge and that's why they, that salt water maybe is the best thing. I don't know. But it's just, <laughs> the, the, I don't know. Like, it, it, but it just, it's weird to me. There seems to be a lot of questions not not asked in the, that realm. True. So I find it kind of odd. Yeah. There, there is another guy. Uh, again, ancient aliens love that show. Lots of cool information. I, I won't call it fact, <laughs> but cool information on that show. Yeah. Um, they were talking about how like those little gray aliens, the classic ones, uh, in some of these viewer accounts, they're like, man, they're, you know what? They're moving like robots. Well, like, yeah. And then like, there these was other... things aren't actually the aliens. This is something else. Well, yeah. Like if people were to basically print flesh based AI, I've heard that kind of theory as well. Like yeah. once we get our AI advanced, it's basically just the, like we, we can do all sorts of different prosthetics and prosthesis. So like, once our tech gets to the point of being able to more or less uh, create a cyborg, right? Yeah. The, the the indistinguishability between what we create and ourselves would be, you know, impossible for another species to ever recognize, right? Like we would we would genuinely not be able to tell what what they are, right? And, that, yeah. and, that, and that's, and, and I mean, unless we we kill one and start examining it. You know, MIB style. Who, who, who really knows at that point? But yeah, like the the evolutionary argument for the look, the appearance, all of those actually make sense to me. The idea that the bodies get smaller and the brains get bigger, especially when you're talking about like an in, in an um, an anti gravitational uh, world or or life in sure. which like you're constantly traveling uh, in space or zero gravity, zero G, yeah. there's no need for muscle tone. So bodies get smaller. There's uh, no need for excess energy. So you're not going to have a whole lot of obese uh, obesity, right? Mm. Um, and the brain capacity is likely going to have to get a lot bigger. My guessing, my guess that the other thing that 
Again, these are all weird reports. So to take any fact or fiction from any of them it's, is yeah, like, yeah, you really don't know where it sits. But like all of the reports say that they don't have sex organs. And when you have a head that big, you fucking hope not as the women of that of that species that they wouldn't. Because Jesus Christ, that would just be the most painful fucking thing ever. Yeah. Right. Those heads are enormous. <laughs> Human heads are already fucking huge. Like we're born. Human babies are born premature compared to all other mammals who come out basically being able to partially function. Like, we're the only ones that have to, like, yeah. coax our kids once they're out of the womb to, like, not kill themselves and to actually eat. Whereas some kids can, like, like you you know, an elephant plops out and it can walk, right? Not, yeah. Not well, but it can figure that shit out. Oh, it's yeah. Got, it's got basic functionality. And, yeah, like, babies are born early for the mammal, mammal family because they, basically, they just, their, their heads were too big. So I can only imagine, like, if those beings are the real, are, are to be... Like the the depictions that people have talked about, the little gray dudes are to be presumed as being actual aliens. I think the at the end of the day, it's. I think there's a that brings more questions than anything. Right, and <laughs> the further it seems you dive into this, you're never going to get answers or questions answered. There's just more questions, there's more and more questions. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, if anything. The sea, like one of the, and the, there were two interesting things in the video. Well, there was a lot of interesting things, but two that ju jumped out to me that I feel like people who really, really buy into it just would have not noticed. I think that, and and I think that that was like the first one I brought up was the one that like he mentioned Hillary Clinton as being like an ally in the idea of getting aliens out. The filmmaker did in yeah. terms of like, oh, she was giving us the clues. She was giving us the name to look for, and I was like, that's fucking weird. That sounds mm. like PizzaGate from the left. It does. Like it just, it's a, <laughs> it's a weird, weird argument there. Yeah. QAnon. Yeah, but other also on top of that was like uh, Bob was saying that because I think he was like that at Area Fifty One or S Four or whatever it was from in the eighty eight and eighty nine. And what yeah. he was saying was, at, uh, when he was first there, there were Russian scientists and like scientists from all over the world there. And then uh, there was some big discovery, and then all of a sudden there wasn't anymore, right? And mm -hmm. they were they weren't allowed to be there. And I'm like, oh. that right there would be the Best. I mean, I get it. I get the military's idea of going like we need to harness this energy before anyone else because otherwise they could all kill us. But it's that like fear based idea that I'm going to bring it back to Marvel for a second. That would have been like Obadiah's approach in Iron Man as opposed to Iron Man's approach in terms of using the the uh, the nuclear reactor that he designed. Right. The rather than fear and exploitation, you go you go for like the beneficial aspect of it, and it could actually be a harmonizing thing. So to me, if that the the most alarming thing is that sometime in eighty eight or eighty nine, the U.S. government went fuck the rest of the world, fuck actually being able to use this technology. Well, yeah, but like fuck using this technology to actually better the world. Like Nikola Tesla talked about a lot of the technology that they're actually now talking about in the alien stuff, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The idea of like basically being able to pick up uh, uh, radio signals out of the air. Yeah, remotely, to be, right? be able to pl uh, power things without any wires. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like the, the, the technology that... Um, you know, we've lost, I think, in a lot of ways, outweighs the technology we have sometimes. It's, yep. And it's not as profitable. Like, we have such a advanced understanding of, you know, certain types of mathematics and certain types of, you know, biological systems. But who knows the, the amount of lost knowledge we've, you know, how do we build the pyramids? We were talking about that. We can't even podcast. replicate the concrete we used <laughs> for, uh, Rome, for, for yeah. fucking Rome because yeah. the, the, the Library of Alexandria was burnt to the ground. Yeah, and, you know, 
know, uh, Greek fire, another thing that, you know, existed and has been written about. Yeah, you know, like the unending uh, torch. can't be uh, replaced. Greek the only fire. thing closest was yeah. napalm. The unending torch, the one that just doesn't yeah. ever stop burning. Yeah, basically. They, that, that was the idea it, of the Olympic really? torch. Yeah, yeah, and they pour it into the water and light fires and, oh. you know, they burn for days, yeah. if not months. Uh, Maybe was, they're burning that fucking secret element we needed to have an unlimited fuel source. Those fuckers. Uh, who knows, man? You know that's uh, that's the other thing. All this all this lost knowledge that also comes with lost material, right? Like it's um, mm. like the Aztecs had an uh, unconscionable amount of gold, yep. and they they don't even know if they found it all. <laughs> like they were so lazy when they came here because it was like so plentiful. They were like, yeah. "We're rich, just take it all." But like they probably only got a fraction of it. Yeah, I mean, because look at like uh, when uh, when the Nazi regime was going after the Jewish people. Yeah, they got a bulk majority of the wealth that they had on hand, but most of the wealth that community had, they had to go back to after it all ended. And you know, in a lot of ways, it was through reparations and things. But you know, it all did legally come about, and you know, thankfully Israel was created. I mean, you can look at that. Well, there's one interesting negative light, but to kind of tie this into like UFOs and stuff too. Uh, do you guys like ever wonder? Like, have, have either of you guys seen a UFO? Like, no. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think mean, you so can't too. you can't say oh, yes or no man, like definitively, so but okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, like the, the one time it was like my whole family we were in the backyard. This was probably in the nineties, and my dad has been in the air force like most of his life, uh, and like could identify any plane in the air quite easily. Like it, it just it, it, very knowledgeable with that, right? And we're all in the backyard. We're looking up at the stars. It was dark. And we saw these three dots just moving. And he's like, I don't know what that is. You know? And it was like, it, the stars. Like, it, it wasn't a satellite. It wasn't any of that. That's the only thing I've seen. I mean, like... But that's the other thing, too, is that it wasn't a satellite as we know them to be. But then there's also sure. private private people who own satellites. Maybe they designed it in a different way. Like, again, I... The amount of money to get things in orbit that consistent uh, in, in the 90s, too. Like, I don't see it, man. It's like, super it unlikely, been, but it's yeah. I feel like it's statistically but that's kind of the whole thing, like plausible. UFO. Like I'm not yeah. saying it, like maybe it is human. It's just an identified. Well, yeah, but that, that's exactly it, right? right? That's why that question <laughs> makes me so much more curious because yeah. we could replicate uh, the unstable isotope version of the the supposed fuel he was talking about. That, that what about your story at one fifteen? Yeah. What happened? Well, when did you? Uh, uh, I I got a couple good stories. Um, first one that I personally saw. Um, I was driving home from, from work, actually, me and Yeah. Nice night out. and uh, A nice night we, with her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, you don't, you don't know his yeah, ex. Yeah, no. anyway, anyways. Um, but I just so happened to like look up at the sky, and I saw this just like I looked at a star or something, and then it just like shot across the sky and stopped, and I shit myself. It just boom, boom, and it stopped dead and i had boom, boom, i was boom. yelling in the car i was yelling in the car i was so excited i oh i've never seen anything like that that's crazy and, and my brother um he was taking a walk and he sees uh this uh big floating chrome ball okay so he takes a picture of it and he just, he comes home and he's yelling at me to look at this and he's like shaking i'm like okay i'll, I'll take a look and sure as shit it's this chrome fucking ball just like floating in the sky and I was like, okay, weird. That is weird. Yeah. You got to show people that. Um, but 
The next day, his phone just didn't start up. Whoa. So how perfect is that? Right? That's crazy. We have evidence. And now I could be lying and I can't fucking prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me mad. Well, like, why would you make someone like that up? Right. Like that that's the thing. Like you know, like if, <laughs> if it supports not... a narrative, you like. I mean, well, I, he... I'm not saying he did make it up. I'm just saying that's the answer to your question. I mean, yeah. but here, here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> th- there's enough people that have these kind of stories that you know when you talk to people, they're like, "Oh, well, uh, I don't really believe in aliens." And then like you, you get like a few people together, like more than half the population has seen something that doesn't make sense. You know, like, be it, like, you know, a weird thing you saw in childhood that you just can't make sense of. Like, you know, there was this one uh, one dream I had where the water was flowing upstream, and that never happens, right? But it was, like, a recurring dream of mine. Like, why do you get that? Like, what's what's the meaning of all that, you know? And then, you know, you, you might see something weird, like, you know, a double rainbow, like, to... To ancient civilizations, that would have been like the weirdest thing. They would have been like, "Oh, there's two. How do, how does that make sense?" <laughs> I didn't right? know I could do that. All the way, double rainbow. All the way, double rainbow. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched that video, what is it like Yos- it Yosemite Mountain double <laughs> rainbow or something like that? So good, so good. Oh, that's beautiful. But you know, like I, I think there's just so much um, that goes into hiding. You know this this UFO stuff. That and that's what kind of creates such a such a cult following on it. I mean, if if the U.S. government was just honest and they were like, "Yeah, we got twelve alien vessels, yeah. one we found in an ancient temple. They look like this. Like, oh, why 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 can't we just have this transparency? You know, like I think more people <sighs> that know about it, the easier it's going to be to figure things out. You know, like, it, but they don't want that. They don't it, want it to be dug- easy because they're selfish and capitalistic and want to be able to use that to oppress other societies. See, that's, that's a good question. Is is it because of capitalism? Is it because I don't of think that? it's because of capitalism, man? I think that's that 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 ties right so into they authoritarian the Russians government. Out right away, not for capitalism. Pardon me. So they kicked the Russians out right after a big discovery, not for capitalism. Well, I think that I mean, just goes to protectionist nationalism. I mean, but, that doesn't really. But tie nationalism into, and capitalism are are the exact same. Like they're they're two sides well, of the for same. For America, coin. yeah, <laughs> and, for, hand hand. and for all of England's history, <laughs> also all of the Greeks and Romans' history. True. Uh, pretty yeah, much th- all of human. This history. was a funny discussion <laughs> we had too. Like, are these alien races like? Are they are they beyond capitalism? Are 100%. They, I don't think so, man. We, there's oh. so many different types of alien spacecraft. That leads me to believe that there's <laughs> there's either many different races or there's the same race, but there's like a wealth disparity where they're like, I got the new fucking Star Wiz 4000, bitch. homeless you know? aliens like, you're talking about? 100%, homeless ex- man. There's homeless there's, aliens for sure. There's just... No world in which it's <laughs> capitalism. I think the most plausible explanation for being uh, other looking ships as opposed to having multiple, the only other thing multiple is like fucking insects. aliens come in. No. And they follow like a hive mind. No, no, and no. Well, one no, wants it's that. just special a specialty, right? <laughs> like why why don't you use your fork to record the podcast? Huh. Right? <laughs> because a fork is good for fucking eating. <laughs> 
and it doesn't record podcasts very well. There's different looking ships for different shit. Some, some of it is just doing other stuff. <laughs> Right? You, think, you think if you were so advanced, you could make a ship that just does everything, you know? That's, that's the old pen watch fucking argument again. We're just going to throw a clock on it, and now we got, now we got a new thing. It's even better. Yes. But, but I don't think, I don't think it's fucking, it doesn't make sense to, to not have things that specialize. Oh, man. I think at the end of the day, like, the, the end goal of both capitalism and socialism would be <clears throat> ultimate efficiency and specialization. Yeah, and I think it would be a lot like the Orville too, like where they can just like print whatever the, the most fuck they want. socialized depiction of a society. Well, like, like but that's because Trek. they could just d- develop anything they wanted. You know, they had those computers, and they, they they did an episode where they were like, "Well, why don't why aren't we capitalist anymore?" And they're like, "Because that computer can print anything we want." Yeah, you want seven bricks of gold? Just boop. But there a you capitalist go. society would go. I own the computer. I'm only going to print it for you if you work for me. Huh. And that's 100%. But that's kind of what they're cap- doing. That is because they all work on the ship now. Yeah, but they all work on a ship because they want to, it seems like. But I it's, mean, it's, it's fair collective enough. for the but they get the computer too, right? So that's that's why I'm like <laughs> is it is it capitalism secretly? No, definitely no, not. Maybe it is. It's <laughs> no, definitely dog, not capitalism secretly. They just, stop they stop exploring and doing shit, all of a sudden their computer privileges get taken away. Yeah, we're gonna pull the veil off <laughs> socialism <laughs> no, here. You Who's can't print cigarettes anymore. Go do more space adventures. I mean, one of the more interesting <laughs> things is is and and I'll and I'll put this right onto the left. Then, if it's capitalism, then capitalism's failed because they're no longer innovating. You're saying aliens are no longer innovating. No, I'm saying that in Star Trek and all of these guys, they're not creating new things. They're not developing new things. There's nobody there that's in R and D. They're all just going. Yeah. yeah, I can print and then I can explore. They're not developing True. anything. They're just True. explorers. They're basically. Well, I mean, they also develop things like when they come in contact with other species too, right? Like, because sometimes they do have they to develop like bridge it or the do gap. They steal it and then learn about it. Well, either way, I either mean, way, man. Like that's that's kind of the beauty of being a space explorer. Yeah, I guess you could you can veil it, and I'm the good guy. But like out in the space, good and bad, are, they're so derivative. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's it's relative. I mean, every everywhere, good and bad are relative. And like that's like, why I also like Rick and Morty so much because like you know you got this super intelligent guy that's just like doesn't give a fuck <laughs> because he's like I can literally replace anything I lose here. Materials have no you know matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, if and, I accidentally uh, kill the universe, I'll go to the other one. Yeah, just just upload another one. Yeah. Done. Oh, let's s- slip into this. What a one. scary, lonely life. Yeah, it's sad. But it, I think that <laughs> season five is going to be a dark season. I've I never think. watched Rick and Morty. It's what? one that yeah, I've never watched it before. That that, that show it, should be like your favorite show. In, it, in my that's opinion. what a lot of people say. It jumped my generation just barely, and then I was in fucking serious school for three well, years while it was flying off the handles. Get and on, I was like, no get time. on, uh, get on the internet, there, Grandpa. I don't yeah. watch shows on TV, on the internet. <laughs> I am that. I am that. I'm an old millennial okay like I you're will, the younger millennial i genuinely yeah. don't like finding tv on links i'm like See, I, I, don't I don't either i'm that buddy, same way I, yeah. I find i i all i need is internet in this household and i get called all the time hey you want tell us four thousand you got four thousand <laughs> channels anything you want and i'm like i got the internet <laughs> I, I can i got like anything i want i could put on there don't, don't even trip like, but see like that it's kind of funny that i fall into the capitalistic trap and you're more of a socialist in this sense we're like oh, i'll just do it for myself well then, i think that like, neutrality <laughs> is something that is quite libertarian yeah. and if you can't protect your product then that's your own 
own damn fault. I mean, it, you could easily encrypt videos. Yep. You could easily... They don't because but it costs that, too much. But that... It would uh, cut into their profits. So guess who benefits? I mean, that theory, <laughs> though, expanded exponentially would make you into the person who you're not because like if you can't protect your shit then what good is it? like then it's not yours i mean if if you were a violent person that would be the scariest sentence you could ever utter well, like <laughs> i know you're not but it I would just be like, like it, it's uh, just it's, think it's, if you can't protect your shit yeah then you don't have any shit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the laws of the internet, man. Right, that's, like, the, that's the the internet is the last wild west on the planet, excluding maybe parts of Africa, I mean, uh, <laughs> South America. I would yeah, imagine yeah, there's probably it, some of it there. Yeah, I mean, there's too many cartels. I think you know. I don't think the cartels want to fuck with the Amazon, but, but not yet. I mean, yeah, the more they mow it down and shrink the landing spot and basically destroy the lifeblood of our yeah. planet, you know, yeah, maybe they'll move in there yeah that's just a depressing topic also anything to do with plastic in the ocean oh my god it, oh, yeah. i don't know god. what happened but my fucking algorithms went crazy in the last few days and have just been showing me all of this stuff i don't even remember clicking on a link i just now have been like nothing but these videos and i'm like oh my is that just your tiktok god. or like tiktok youtube everything and i'm like tiktok did something weird for me like maybe it's ufos i don't know man last night I was watching like some some of my silver videos on uh, YouTube there. Mm. You know, uh, Yankee Stacking had another good video. You know, Silver Dragons did a pouring, and it's it's cool watching like silver getting poured. Like when you have <laughs> an expert doing it, because like it's it's it it just looks cool anyway. And then you get this like neat bar of silver or whatever. Yeah, what are you talking like, like liquid silver? Yeah, like he he basically heats it up uh, to a point where it's liquid, and then pours it into. You know a variety of different casts that he nice. makes and everything. It's just cool. Like it's like my wife watches those bone bone cracking videos. Oh, love it! I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what. There's I like do. pimple popping ones too. Oh, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of. That. Uh, I, I worked in metal work and I find like a lot of that stuff co co yeah. cathartic. But it's Ooh. like like I used to do um, jewelry design and stuff, and like even just soldering two joints together when you get it perfectly smooth and like just see the solder melt and take. It's yeah. like there's something like that. There's also the people who do the opposite. Like there's TikTok videos of like the dude will present like a whole cake and he'll just cut a triangle out of the middle of it yeah. just to fuck with you. Just to fuck yeah. with the OCD yeah. people who are watching it. Like, I know you like the normalcy yeah. of a cake cutting. <laughs> Get ready to want to pull your eyes out. Yeah. You see that girl with the... She put like her shoes in the water and put the, put the paint on the water and took her shoes out and it was supposed to be this beautiful thing. The shoes look like shit. And she's sitting there like, oh my God, look at how nice they are. They're not. <laughs> no, I've seen a lot of those TikToks where people are like, "Look at this life hack," and they're all so dumb. Oh like a dude God. using a knife to take the peel off of there a was, banana. The, I'm like, you know what? You're you're farther behind than a chimp. There was <laughs> you're using a knife videos. to take a fucking peel off a banana. You honestly like give your status to a chimp. They deserve it more. Their human status is better than yours. Your intelligence failed. There was three YouTube. There was a video on YouTube. It was like three like simple home inventions. And like the first one was an RF button that you press that would open and close a lock. The second one was basically how to make a homemade taser. And the third one, I don't remember, but like they spaced them out a little weird. But I watched this one video and I was like, do they not realize they just showed everybody on the planet how to make a RF button ignition source for any kind of bomb? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Well, that's okay it, on YouTube. It was kind of like how Breaking you Bad. You put these kind two things together, and you have literally an ignition source for any IED you want. Well, didn't didn't the writers for Breaking Bad come up with this perfect premise on how to make a mobile meth lab? 
with like like fucking spray tents. It's the most perfect explanation, right? If you down houses in a, in a neighborhood to spray them with chemicals that the most advanced police agencies wouldn't be able to get, uh, uh, clearance to go in without a full hazmat suit, you're basically, you're, you're home free. You're home free. There's not a lot of like, trip ups there also in that show loved breaking bad by the way but also yep. in that show fucking you've seen Walt, better call Walt, saul yeah i've seen some of it i haven't seen oh, the whole series but like season five was great yeah was, like like the the mwah. the they brought up ricin they brought up how to kill oh, people with yeah. ricin covertly how you can grow it in your backyard you can fucking you can you can plop it into their food it'll come off as a cold for three days then they die and it's hard it's hard if not in, near impossible to trace it back to its source like they oh put that in Breaking God. Bad. Yeah, they, right? like, it's like something to do with castor beans or whatever, and they I, they I, distill like they, they actually went through the whole process on how to do it. Yeah, like in the show, and you're like they left like two two or three steps okay. out of the meth cooking op uh uh uh, uh steps. I <laughs> well, remember yeah. that, but it was not enough that you couldn't Google those steps written by someone else <laughs> where they skipped different steps. steps. You know what? Right? I bet like, you you could Google how to make fucking meth. Yeah, I feel I mean, like you don't want to do why, it on a VPN. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, there's a whole lot of things you could Google how to do, right? And I I just thought it was funny. It was just like this childish video. And then like, I I watched it and I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute. If I put that with that, I literally have an RF button I can press that'll start a spark. Yeah. You know, and if you have enough diesel and, you know, other things, (laughs) you know, that's that's really all you need. I mean, like, it's 3D print guns. Yes. Right? Like fully operational guns. Then this you can is also a- true. Then you can attach those to a uh, mobile, what are they fucking called? Pop them up in the What air bothers me them. more is actually so not guns. Like drones? Yeah. yeah. So you can pop, you can pop a, a, a 3D printed uh, pistol onto a fucking drone, fly it over to your neighbor's uh, kitchen window, and cap mm-hmm. them through the fucking window remotely. Yeah. Well, you could, you like, could do a lot of things. Uh, you know, you could actually make a 3D printed bomb. And put it on a uh, one of those things. Like, could you three D print a three D printer and basically create <laughs> creation? I <laughs> I don't think we can three D print metal yet. I don't think there's enough no. power that we can produce. Like, you need your own like reactor in order to be able to have the lasers available to to, to cut the steel and to melt it, and also to have it solidify fast enough for you to kind of print it. But three D printing steel, like once we figure that shit out. The next thing will be 3D printing carbon weaves, and then we're That's, set. That sounds easier. Uh, it, it's yeah. <laughs> it, it's considerably harder because you need the carbon to be so tight. You basically have to go on an atomic level, whereas like with steel, you just have to print the molten steel. Like it would cool fast enough. But steel is also going to be a, like a a, yeah. com- a composite based metal, right? Yeah. So like you would need multiple source origins for it too. True. So really I mean, it's, it's iron and carbon, right? So it's. Yeah. You run into that as well, but that 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 that's kind of the cool thing. Like we haven't even grasped that technology, but then like you know UFOs, <laughs> sometimes maybe man. I mean, I mean I at the believe. end of the day, we're still we we're still too stupid to use their technology. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So like we haven't we haven't figured it figured it out, and and we're <sighs> also so selfish and afraid. Like the U.S. is just such a like just run by such pussies. That they haven't, they have access to this technology. They know that there are incredibly smart people that exist outside of the walls of their their country, and yet they haven't opened it up to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Right? Like to me, that's 
that's the biggest failing of all of this is that if this exists, then that's the biggest failing of the United States history is basically doing what the Romans did to the Library of Alexandria. It was basically preventing education to be passed on to the rest of the world. Yeah. Right? They're not effectively destroying it, but they're keeping it so under lock and key that eventually, like, if they only have a, ha a couple dozen people who, who even know the whole story... That I mean, you're you're an unfortunate plane trip or two away, right? Like true story. Especially especially if we're thinking that this is an advanced being that has advanced technology. The reality is, is I go, okay, well, I know that there's 35 people that know this, and those 35 people yeah. are all going to be airborne in the next seven days on nine different flights. So those nine different flights are all going to mysteriously go down, hmm. and we're never going to have an explanation for it. But now all of that technology, all that information is lost. Right. Like at the end of the day, I just don't there's mm -hmm. so many questions around it. And I think that the biggest failing, again, is still just the U.S. selfishness. The fact that they're operating out of fear with technology just shows that they still we still haven't evolved to a level where we even deserve the technology. That's kind of yeah, where I 100 percent agree. With you know, because like I, I, I think that we've hyper evolved technology to a point where our whole society is just basically pushing uh, the scientific side to invent. Uh, and here's the issue, you know, like I'm going to tie this into gold standard a bit because I like to do that. But, you know, if we go back to the 50s, one guy could work and support a family of many, many people. My, my grandfather had like eight siblings. Yeah. Like, and his dad was a farmer. Yeah. And a veteran. Like, there's no way, <laughs> no way in fuck that could happen today. And, you know, um, you know, but in he's the also 50s, a business owner with eight free laborers. True. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, there was also a lot less health care, too. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if one of them got injured, it was probably fatal. Right. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's pros and cons. Uh, but, you know, uh, it, when my grandfather moved here in the 50s, uh, he made enough to live in Burlington, Ontario, and paid <laughs> my grandma from Germany to Canada. And have two kids, <laughs> yeah, you know, and buy a hotel. Like he was an electrician, owned a hotel, like did a whole bunch of shit. And now it's like we got rid of that. We didn't back our money by anything. We're backing it by the U.S. dollar that's printing more money every day. Yep. And <laughs> they got rid of the seventies. The wife had to go to work. In God we trust, and it right around the same time yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Well, it, I, I don't really want to tie Christianity into that. But, no, it's uh, just more the when they changed the gold standard, they also immediately shifted it to the religion standard. They went away from oh, yeah, something no that was guaranteed and yeah. towards something that's faith based. <laughs> well, they did, well, what, it, they uh, did it with your fucking cash. But then directly. you look at what happened, right? Wow. Like in the seventies, the wife had to go to work. I mean, in the sixties, women started, but it wasn't really necessary. It was if they wanted to, right? If they wanted to try to work in a very misogynist world, unfortunately. Well, a lot of women were working in the the 30s, 40s, and 50s, mm -hmm. and then when the men came back from war, they were displaced out of those positions. That's true. Because most of them were working in the factories, developing yeah. the weapons in order to send but them But here's the thing. In the 70s, it was like, because we went off the gold standard, they started printing more money, uh, especially in the Vietnam War. You know, uh, you've got now, the wife has to go to work, and now in the 90s come around, we've expanded debt yep. and credit, and now both the husband and wife work, and they're in debt. You know, and there, there's a certain amount of people that have savings and are smart, but I'd say the bulk majority of society, if a $500 bill comes their way, they're totally fucked. I would also say that the bulk majority of people who have savings, it isn't because they're smart. 
I think that the bulk majority of the yeah. people who have savings is because they're incredibly lucky and smart. Well, I, <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't I, think, put, I, I wouldn't tie it all to luck, but it, yeah. Well, I mean, luck and circumstance, but like I consider circumstance to be largely luck, right? Like, hmm. like oh, yeah, bro, being saying, born yeah. in Canada is lucky. It's yeah. a lucky circumstance, I, I, okay, right? Okay, like, I, I know what you're saying. So, I, so like, I mean, statistically, I, you being able to be born, yeah, like, and have the advantages, having savings. how many billion of people are on this planet, yeah, and most of them don't live here and True. we got ranked the number one best place to live we are statistically very lucky lucky to have been here now granted we can disagree with those ratings and all yeah. that all we want but we're at least in the I'm top not, you know 20 what? i'm happy. I still say statistically we're, i'm pretty if happy we're number one that's fucking great yeah I, I, that surprises me i would have thought like sweden's finland something like that but yeah i mean the the it's too cold <laughs> yeah that actually would be part of it that's probably what, like, for Canada's submissions, they probably, like, erase Manitoba and Saskatchewan <laughs> and the Northwest Territories, and they, like, just move the... Uh, they they have just, one little trip yeah, to the yeah, Yukon yeah, yeah. for the guy that kind of likes hunting and panning for Ice gold. Fishing. Yeah. He's like, that was a sick trip! And everyone else got, like, a vineyard trip in, like, BC, and they're like, this is beautiful. Yeah. And then <laughs> guess what? Carbon tax! Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But, like, how, how it all kind of ties into aliens... Like uh, there, there obviously is a species out there that's thought through these problems. Potentially, yeah, and that's I that's kind of what us. interests me. You know, is like if if there is you know all this extra technology and they have the ability to travel space and time instantly or whatever, do they still have the same problems that we do with society and? Wants and needs and scarcity and. Why do you think that dude in the in the fucking Tic Tac video was basically like a future Elon who had escaped his time? <laughs> uh, he was like, "Fuck these guys are gonna nuke each other," and then yeah. he just left, uh-huh. and he was just one billionaire. But yeah. I mean, then are you still a capitalist if everybody else is dead? I think at that point you're just a person. At that point, you don't you're live a in God. a society. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really. You don't really have the ability to do anything or create anything. I mean, maybe if you were an already pregnant woman, then yes, you would be the literal god of the next people. Well, <laughs> but like you'd be a, you'd be a. If you could download, a, your especially with all that nuclear shit, you'd be a presumably sterile man flying around in a machine you don't really completely understand, <laughs> away true. from the only planet you've ever known. But if you could download <laughs> your sentience to an aircraft that could live in space indefinitely, you know, until you were found, it would, it would probably feel like a matter of seconds. You know, if you shut your brain off or whatever. What would sentience mean for a robot like and that? And then it's though, just like you like, come alive and like you can explain. That would be the coolest shit. Like if you just if you could put like your mentality and your your being out in space, because yeah. then like y- you wouldn't die. You'd be found eventually, and that like it could yeah. be like trillions of years later, you know, by some super evolved species or just by pure happenstance by a snake species, you know, like in Rick and Morty. You know? <laughs> like that that's that's the cool thing. Like and you you don't know. I mean, they don't even know if space is ever expanding. Like they're saying it is. But well, that's just is the it background radiation is like is yeah is like, traveling at is a this dark distance. energy something that's magnetized uh, magnetized or gravitationally controlled? Is it going to start pulling us together into black holes? Like we also don't uh, know. Is there expansion and contraction? Is it ever expanding? Like there's so many questions. Well, and the concept you know? of infinity still is just that it's a concept or a theory, yes. right? And so it could be that we're in a shape that's unbeknownst to us because we can only understand things and concepts in within three or four dimensions, really, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to think of, like, a ninth-dimensional world, the way that we view the world is it would be a in, in near... In, in, <laughs> 
impossible feat, right? Like, I mean, we've seen movies like Interstellar try to explain how it would look, right? If you were yeah. within a different realm, within the same realm, if that makes sense. So, mm. like, basically making time a, a factor just like linear shapes that we see, right? And, yeah. and that's the theory is super cool, but to to think that our tiny little brains will ever catch up to that i don't know i mean that that those levels of uh, of thought are very very difficult to to really fathom i think that i think that again and as long as we're warring with each other we're going to prevent the other side from having information and so like basically all of those those scientists if they, if everything bob said was real right and so one of the things he said was that they were only given like brief like briefings on uh, of like three to five percent of what another group was working on on the same ship in order to basically make sure that none of them had the full picture, right? Which is completely kneecapping them. Like, could you imagine for an archaeologist if, like, we found the, we found this skeleton, but, like, one dude found, found a full skeleton, but you mm -hmm. gave one archaeologist just the teeth and the other one just the spine and the other one just the feet and just said, like, what animal is this? Put it together. Figure <laughs> yeah. it out, right? Like yeah. we're completely fucking tying their hands behind their backs because of fear, because they're just such giant pussies, which is really what I consider to be the the fact well, that they yeah. spend all their money on their military budget is because they're afraid. They're yeah. afraid of so many things. They're afraid of everyone. They're afraid of their own shadow. I don't know, man. Everyone's I'd after be, the uh, freedom. I, I, I'm, I'm super worried with what's going on in Taiwan. Like that, what's going that, on in Taiwan? that shit is actually terrifying. I, I don't know basically, what's going on in Taiwan. I've Taiwan had on. was okay. on lease from the PCL. Oh, you mean uh, how China's trying to? Yeah, yeah. China, they're China's supposed to like 2049, we, I think. 2049, yeah. yeah. But uh, China right now um, is basically flexing. And the only people that are really speaking up are the Australians because they're like, we're not letting China invade another sovereign country no we don't give a fuck we're gonna step in but you know australia spends fraction like maybe a little more than we do on their military budget actually i uh, don't know um maybe. well i know they have a few modern aircraft that we don't uh which is an embarrassment but uh the mainland of the rest of the world but but yeah you know the, the thing that i think is kind of interesting <laughs> about this whole conflict is uh America steps in and they're like, hey, Taiwan, baby, we got your harpoon missiles right here. We'll sell you 200. You could knock out half their fleet before they even think about coming over here. It's like, basically, it's a supersonic, um, uh, super advanced missile. Like, it, it, yeah. it, you, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And sure. uh, they already have a few of them on submarines and shit, but they're selling them another 200. And then China's like, oh, you Americans, we're going to trade embargo you. Except we're not really gonna trade embargo you because they 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 set these uh, they did this whole like sweeping document after they said we're gonna send these two hundred uh, Harrier harpoon missiles or whatever they're called, um, and they're like yeah Lockheed Martin we're fuck you we're not trading with you and Boeing fuck you we're not trading with you but then you look at that Lockheed Martin came out and said. Our sales to China only equate to 1% of our profit margins, so we don't really give a fuck. Yeah. And then Boeing was like, they're still doing commercial business with us, just not military industrial business with us. So if if America really wanted to step in, they'd just tell Boeing, no, you're not doing any business with them. Fuck them. Like, they don't want to do business with you on the military side. You're not giving any commercial jets. They'd be fucked. 
And I mean, it's, it's hilarious. The, they would the, probably the, just blame another minority to go and build them planes. That's like, true. Maybe uh, Australia, since they have advanced aircrafts. Well, they, they bought them <laughs> I mean, from the states. Yeah, I know. So. I'm, I'm just joking because they could, you know, yeah, fucking <laughs> uh, penguin around the island of Australia, and you know. Oh, the penguin exactly. argument again. <laughs> yeah. By the way, when I made that argument, I got the country wrong. I've corrected it since in conversations, but it was fucking Ireland, not Greenland. Yeah, Ireland and it was getting three million penguins. by Antarctic penguins. Yeah, yeah, yeah I looked three it up millions too. to one. <laughs> three million to one. That would be uh, be quite the invasion. But, yeah. you know, like, here's Sleeping the other thing, Sleeping would be too, risky right? business with a fuzzy little flightless bird ready to sit on your face. Yeah. Man, just like, <laughs> it's, I could just see him, like, belly flopping into your house. You know, with a knife in their beak. Yeah. <laughs> I would want my whole life narrated by that National Geographic dude. A David Attenborough? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That'd be great. Watch as he waddles over Watch to the Evan. As you can see, <laughs> the winds have changed. He did, uh, he did one on April Fool's Day a couple of years back where the penguins started flying. And he's like, oh, you got to look at this. This is magnificent. Told it, sold it so well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they also did spaghetti trees. Like, like BBC is kind of like uh, that's the one spaghetti media tree. station that I really like because like April Fool's Day comes around, they're like, let's actually, let's let's Roger these people. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the British have a great grasp on irony and sarcasm. Yeah. I think that they still have so many elitist bends built into them, but I love the irony, sarcasm, and their their play, yeah. the way that they play with language. Yeah. I think the uh, the Australians also have a lot of that. I see the Australians as basically like, what if Canadians were were. Prisoners. We're, we're former prisoners. Yeah, like generations of former prisoners, right? Because they're us. They love outdoor recreation. They love talking yep. truth to power. They love drinking beer. They're not that afraid of the outdoors or, or yeah. the creepy crawlies that come around. Like Fucking everything's poisonous in Australia, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, they have jumping spiders. I'm, I'm like, I immediately don't I'm give out. a fuck. I'm I don't out. give a fuck. You have a jumping spider? I don't care about alien yeah, technology. Man, like, jumping no, this, spiders. This guy was I like, want that alien to figure out how to get rid of those permanently. This guy, yes. like, literally, like, he was... I, I sat on TikTok. He's like, I thought something was tickling my ear, so I took my 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 my, my earphone off, and like you just see this like spider like in one of the like Jesus ear holes, Christ. and it's just eyes looking up at you. I'm just oh, like, oh, fuck I that, would start bro. crying. Yeah, like, I feel like I would just start crying on the spot. Yeah, man, that a guy could put me. a gun to my face, and as long as there's not a spider on the barrel, I'm okay. But yeah, it's dude, that fucking the spider's I, the size I, of my I don't fist. like him either, man. I just don't... tickling your ear. Oh, oh you know, I fuck I that, man. So much. Yeah, and then uh, I, I, I knew this chick. Her name was Ariel years ago. Uh, she lived in Australia for like several years, and she came back. And then went back and then came back. And like there, there was this weird like work visa loophole years ago oh, okay. where you could like say, I'm going to work on a farm. But like you, you get this farmer to sign off and then you just fuck off. You don't work on the farm. You just go get a job at a coffee shop or a bar. And, nice. You know, I wonder if that's Australia. what all the Australians are signing up to work in the orchards in BC and they're all ending up in Whistler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. Like if you if you drive from from BC to Alberta and you stop at like like. I would stop at uh, Revelstoke all the time. Yeah. My favorite tacos are this. Uh, there's this uh, little taco place in yeah. Revelstoke uh, called the Taco Club. And it's like blue-haired Australians making the best Mexican food you've ever had in a weird winter wonderland in Canada. It's, it's weird. a very yeah. weird setup. And half the lifeguards that work in uh, like any of the uh, hot springs, they're all Australians, too. Yeah. Or Germans. Yeah. <laughs> I like the mountains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, they're not splashing in the pool. 
<laughs> oh um, man, that just reminded me of my grade nine math teacher, <laughs> Mr. Falkenberg. Very yeah. German, yeah. Yeah, very German. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, this yes. is good. Yeah. <laughs> there's two types of German. Like, there's the strict like, we're doing it like this, and then there's the like, it's only a hobby. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I do this to feed my family. What are you doing? You yeah. know, like it's there's there's no middle ground. Like that's it's more funny, of like, the like goop guy from uh, from what the, the <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> it's true, yeah, but like that's, that's and, and like you can get a really angry German throw that voice on completely. And it was funny because like <laughs> I see it in my family. You know, like I remember when I was a kid. Uh, you know, whenever they they talk to the kids, it'd be this like oh really chummy like German accent. When they're talking to each other, it's this very like sharp yeah. pointed. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like oh, 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 what changes the tonality, right? But you see it in English too, right? Like yeah. oh, you're so cute. Like when Lucy comes downstairs, you know, like my tonality changes completely, right? Oh, but man. I just wish I could do a cold call with like dog voice. Oh hey dumb fuck, you want to come <laughs> in? Yes you do. Yes you do. I want to take your money. Uh, you need a new car. Yes, you do. Your smells like ass. My favorite would be because <laughs> we've literally, I'm sure I know I have, and I'm sure you guys have had to answer these cold calls before, but I would love if a guy could do a cold call in a Valley Girl accent. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up, sweetie. Do I have a deal for you? Oh my goodness. I have a car that goes zoom so much faster than yours, and it's so much better at the gas, honey. Oh my God. You have no idea. You know, like, honestly, though, I've seen uh, very, very few successful women in the auto industry. And it's sad because, like, I, I work with some of the best. Like yeah. it, the company I work for, holy shit! Like there's there's saleswomen in the company I work for that are outstanding. But like just on a turn by turn basis, like on a dealership daily level, like when you hire just some random eighteen year old chick off the street to try to sell cars, it's just like nine times out of ten don't don't work out. And it's so it's so unfortunate yeah. because like. Uh, when I was working on the floor with you, I gave everybody the equal chance. You know, I sat with them, tried to teach them something. And you remember, there was a younger woman that was hired. Immediately, like, nothing was getting done. No. <laughs> All the guys were over there, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, yeah. like Oh, yeah. Like, it's not like it It slows down everyone. Because, like, the dudes who are working yeah. there normally have a little bit of an interest in cars. And yeah. so they're like, oh, my God. Someone who likes cars, but also has a vagina. <laughs> Let me go and hang out at her desk forever and not make any calls. I'll go broke, but if it means I get to hang out with her, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. And it was like so unfortunate because like the one day I came in, like one of the guys got her breakfast. And then, like, another guy came in late, got her breakfast, too. <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, dude, like, for one, like, if you're coming in late, you get breakfast for the manager. <laughs> you know, you don't just walk right by the manager's desk, give it to the chick, then walk up, be like, sorry, man, there was a lineup at McDonald's. <laughs> like, I'm not... <laughs> I mean, I was pretty lax, honestly, when it came to being like a few minutes late. Like, it, that's not going to, I'm not going to let that ruin someone's day. Oh, I mean, no. if it's a habit, though, then I'll be like, look, man, you were late like six days in a row. Like, <laughs> fix your shit. Yeah. Like, come on. Unless he's knocking out 30 cars, in which case you're like, man. That's really the care. other thing. That's yeah. that's why I like the laissez-faire approach. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there's a little more fist fights out in the parking lot sometimes. Oh, that was my lead. Oh, that was my deal. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, you're not that uh, i don't know there was a the other manager i was working with at the time complete opposite 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know my feelings on him. Yeah, I, anyway. I, it was like, everybody was like, oh, go above and beyond for the customers. So I do that. And I go, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to drive this as a delivery. I just need to have one of the lock guys pick me up. Uh, so this is the time I'm going. This is the time he needs to pick me up. And it was like, five o'clock is, is when I'm going. 5.15 is when he's picking me up. So, of course, the other manager sends that lock guy to go pick him up dinner 30 minutes away from our one and then bring it back to him. So I'm standing on Fort Road in Edmonton Ooh. across from the Lotto oh, Center or Bingo oh, Hall boy. or whatever by myself. With I've only kidneys. lived here for a few months in the winter <laughs> oh, no. without a jacket yeah. for two hours. Not smart. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's not a lot of times where, where like I, we, we, I mentioned this before, I haven't been fired before. But I got into an argument with a guy where I was like, if he didn't fire me, I probably would have killed him. This was one was like, I'm almost certain I'm going to hurt this person. Like, <laughs> like, like I was I was seething. I was the only thing keeping me warm. I remember there. I came in that afternoon and you were just mad. You're like, yeah. I'm just going home. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you go for it. Like, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That sounds like some bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's like that's that's the selfish part of. You know, I, 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 that's, that's why I kind of hate the right at the same time too, because like a right wing manager would do that, Yep. you know, but I don't see myself as that kind of person. You well, know, because I, you're, that's the thing is you're <laughs> empathetic, right? Right. And it's yeah, a weird like, one. I'd be like, no, go pick up this guy. Then we'll figure out lunch. Right? Well, I think like, that's the most right wing thing, thing about you is the, is the, the libertarianism, the fact that you don't like the idea of like an all controlling thing, but why you and I don't butt heads as much is because typically typically authoritarian types tend to fall more on the religious spectrum. And yes. you and I both sidestep that we're not, neither of us are religious. And I think that that right there, I mean, that instantly puts us into a libertarian standpoint right away. Right. And then we've, we've talked tons of times about what we think government could or could, shouldn't or could or could or should or shouldn't do. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we still don't think that it should be, some sort of authoritarian approach to anything, right? Like that's just the wrong approach regardless. Yeah. And I think that that's one of those things that you flesh out when you start seeing, uh, you know, the right versus left arguments. Like I find that most people on the right tend to be aligned more with religion. Mm -hmm. And if you were to be on the left and align with religion, rather than calling it religion, you would call it something like spirituality. It's the same kind of premise, but it's a left-wing word for it, right? Oh, uh, no, I'm spiritual, which means that I'm also Christian, but I haven't read the book. Whereas, <laughs> whereas if you're on the right and you say you're a Christian, we know that you're a Christian that hasn't read the book, right? So it's like basically both of them haven't read the book. Both of them believe what someone else told them about it, but both of them won't be You know sheeple. what gets me? Like whenever I have wow. an argument with a religious person, like the, the hell of Catholics especially. Yeah. It's always like the, it's either the freedom of choice when it comes to abortion or the fact they don't approve of gay marriage. Either one of those will set me off. Yeah. And it's usually the gay marriage one because that comes up right away if I'm talking to someone religious, you know, it's just like, and they start pushing that at me. I'm like, well, like, so wait, like every gay person's going to hell. Like, that's just how it's going to be. Oh, I oh, think yeah. it's, it, all it's it has how, to be is every it's person. It's in the Bible. And it's also like, well, when but, was the last but, time you ate shrimp? Oh, yeah. like five days ago. Well, you realize it's written three times in the Bible. You shouldn't eat any bottom-feeding animal, yeah. i.e. shellfish. But it's only really mentioned once and quite vaguely 
They call the whale a fish too, by the way. <laughs> kind, kind of yeah. an odd side note. Yeah. They also have a talking ass and a unicorn, depending on the the definition you got, because some Bibles have translated the unicorn into an ox. But yeah, it was a, the tra the transcription was a unicorn. So yeah, oh. the the but they also can't wear mixed fibers. They can't have tattoos. My favorite are religious tattoos. I mean, the the amount of dude bros with fucking cross tattoos, like right away, Leviticus. Like, you might as well just get the quote from Leviticus tattooed on you. <laughs> like, why not? Like, you cannot make permanent marks on your skin, which also was kind of cool because that shows tattoos have been around for thousands of years. Right? Oh, yeah. Right? Because it was, like, talked about thousands of years ago going like, hey, we shouldn't hire those guys as baristas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, ancient right aliens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's a... The, the amount of hypocrisy that you get from people in that he world. He spelled right? my name wrong. Yeah, but but the funny, the, the <laughs> even even funnier than that, like when it comes to the religious oh, people, fuck. like with their with their weird bigotry, is like they think people who have never that were born in countries that don't believe, like have never heard of Christianity, are also going to hell. So basically, you have to be lucky to be one of God's chosen children. Like literally lucky. You have to be yeah. statistically lucky to it have just, been there. Right? It does. Like, it doesn't make much sense now, does it? Doesn't make. No, doesn't make much sense. Doesn't make more sense. <laughs> uh, 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 not oh a lot God. of sense there. But yeah, it's. I think that the funniest argument I've seen recently, and and I think it's the most true, is what the right never asks is why Roe v. Wade hasn't been overturned, despite the fact that they have a conservative majority in the Supreme Court, and uh, most of the people who are making those decisions are Trump appointees. I think it's because the bulk of the population are is actually in support of pro-choice. I think it's I because think... the bulk of the Republican political population realizes that probably a good three quarters of their voter base are single issue voters. And if you overcome that single issue that they've propped up for the last 40 years, because everybody knows Republican voters, especially in small districts, vote against their own interests in order to go for those, those ideals of we can finally get rid of abortion because they're told by their pastors that mm. you'll be blessed in the afterlife for the babies you save in this life, right? Oh. And that's the line that they're told all the time, Jesus right? Yeah, but that's that's what they're literally told. So they vote in the, against their own in self-interest in order to to hopefully get this to happen. You know what? But um, it doesn't happen because it, they're all single-issue voters and the entire Republican Party would Is crumble. it really going to change much at all, though? Like, it, honestly, on a scale, like, sure, more people will be put in the system. For what? If they got rid of, uh, you know, like worst case situation, Roe v. Wade goes, and then you can't get an abortion anywhere in the states legally. Well, what you're going to end up having is black market abortions. Yeah, yeah, black, black, so it becomes yeah. significantly less safe. You're, it's going to be again cost exempt, so it'll be another one of those things that you can pay for legally, but you'll never actually see. Do. I'm happy we're talking about this, even though this is a UFO topic. But you know, alien race would have had this shit sorted, so. Well, we yeah. gotta talk about reproductive rights here. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> yeah. that I think that in the yeah, I mean, in, in the U.S., it would change. It would basically all you have to do is look at how society operated in the '50s and '60s, and like who was getting abortions illegally and who was the most at risk were were low income people mm -hmm. in in low income neighborhoods, mm -hmm. right? That couldn't afford children, and the well, just look at what prohibition was, did too. I mean, like you make yeah. something illegal, all of a sudden. And I'm not saying everyone's going to want an abortion if they made them illegal, but you know, it would also create that topic point where it's like, oh well, it might actually make abortion more available, uh, making it a black market business, but also a lot less. But safe. then it's like also 
so risky, right? Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. but that's that's kind of the pitfalls of our criminal justice system too, right? Like there's a great TikTok, and like like all TikToks are only a minute, but there's this guy who uh, he just does this quick little scene in his house, and he's like smoking a joint, and this cop comes in, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna put you in jail for that drug for for the doing those drugs," and he's like, "But." but I was doing it in my own house. He's like, yeah, but I don't want you ruining your life. He's like, but what's, how's jail going to stop that? He's like, he's like, well, you're going to, you're definitely going to lose your job. He's like, well, well shit. Am I going to be able to get a job when I come out? Yes, but it'll be way harder to get a job when you get out. (laughs) He's like, well, am I going to at least have like a support system, family, friends? No, most of your family and friends are going to leave you and your significant other is probably going to walk away from you as well. It's like, well, how is this going to, like, is this going to stop me from doing drugs when I get out? No, you're going to be so depressed by how horrible you've been treated in the time in the jail that you're going to do more and harder drugs. Like, but then why are you doing this to me? I don't want you to ruin your life. Right. But like that, that's, that is exactly <laughs> how it happens. But that's exactly uh, how it would happen in that same sense, right? Like you would be, we have a mandate on how many people we need to arrest this month and we're behind quota. We privatize the prison system yeah, and they actually God. own us under contract. By the way, so Canadians listening to this that don't understand how, how prison system works in the U.S., it's a private yeah, prison yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. And in some states, those prisons have contracts with the go- government, the state-based government, that requires that the government uh, have uh, maintain a certain population of prisoners yep. because they get paid on a per diem uh, basis, right? So, yeah. You're looking for crime at that point. Yeah, that's exactly it. They and have quotas that they have to hit. Horseshit. So they actually have to go and create new crimes, which is why the bail system is where they do all that. Like, that was the one that shocked you guys, which was which was how most people end up in the system is not through committing a crime. You know what? It's I, through failing to fucking if, abide if by the bail I, conditions. If I was, like, billionaire Ridiculous. gangster, that would be the sickest thing, though, getting bail in the States... And they said it like that's what Better Call Saul, like season five. Uh, he uh, gets this uh, Mexican cartel guy off on bail, right? Uh, but the judge sets it at like seven million. They don't really know this guy is a Mexican cartel drug lord. Uh, the defense does, obviously Saul does, but the prosecutor doesn't. Like they yeah. just they just bump into each other by happenstance, and then you know Saul's just like, oh shit, I gotta. He's like, oh, seven mil, that's no problem, man. Just meet this guy here and he'll get you the fucking money. So, like, that's that's a crazy, crazy show. Like, yeah. definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, a lot more goes on in that episode. It's crazy. But, like, I guess to, like, kind of wrap up the alien discussion, I know you like, didn't come into this, like, really wanting to yeah. talk about it. And I'm happy. I, I, it's not that I don't like to talk about it. I think that it's because... I mean, you like to get me high before topics so I can slow down a little bit, and that's fine. But it's because when I'm talking about stuff, it's because I genuinely get curious and I go down rabbit holes to try and find them. And the rabbit holes here are all fucking muddied and dirty and hard to find. And and they're so littered with schizophrenics and shit that it's just, it's so difficult. Like there are, it's purposefully designed. Like when we were talking a few episodes back of guided apophenia, right? The, The goal of this game has been to throw up things that look like signs and, and arrows pointing in directions that aren't pointing the right way. There are so many false positions that like I understand the attraction to Q because Q they'll they make it they make it plausible to travel to to a preconceived destination. Whereas with this, the destination is unsure and yeah. We don't know, even if we get there, we won't know that we're actually there. We won't know whether or not we've been withheld uh, information. We're only like 10% of the way there. Mm -hmm. Like it's, there's so little known. I think that 
it's kind of like once I realize how something works, I start to lose interest in it. And I think that that's kind of what happened with the legal system. One of the reasons I don't practice is because I realized that I've actually never said this out loud to anybody, but the, the, the legal system, the way it operates in Canada is akin to a religion, right? Like the, I, we, I mentioned before that the criminal law powers in Canadian, in Canadian law are derived from the, the Privy Council's decision on the margin reference, which mm -hmm. was basically saying that, yeah, you can, you can make anything criminal and regulate anything under the criminal law power so long as you hit this specific formatting, which means that substance doesn't matter. And if substance doesn't matter and you're not ever gonna correct your decision-making on the using scientific evidence and like actual fact-based seeking in the future, what you're doing is you're operating on faith knowingly. Yeah. Right? Which means that this is a, it's a religion. It's not, it's not fact-based. And, and there was a course on evidence that that confirmed this and solidified it for me. And this, the, this course, this one day, this, this one prof telling me about it, uh, broke all of my belief in how the system was built, right? Because I always love the idea of finding truth. Sherlock Holmes is my favorite thing in the world. I love reading Sherlock. Uh, the idea of him just like well, getting a lot of fucking high and like, yeah, yeah, right. But he, yeah. he would get high on opium and go into like tri different trips in order to find it. I love the stories yeah. that he had. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the idea of being able to actually find the truth. But this this prof in the evidence course, he was telling me about um, a strip search that they had to do on this specific client. So he's on the side of the police. So he's working for the state. <laughs> and um, and the defendants, uh, uh, or, or yeah, the, 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 the prosecutor, so they're, <clears throat> they're the state and they're being accused of uh, having done an uh, unlawful search. And so basically when you're being searched, there are a couple of rules. It has to be in a door, uh, in a room with a locked door. So like the door has to be closed, right? There can be uh, two people to a maximum of three. I think that there's going to be some. Is that including yourself? Uh no, not including yourself. Oh, so geez, they have three to be people. That's <laughs> three is out of, is a little bit, but if they have to use any kind of force to detain you in some case, yeah, so there's they, exceptions they would, around there. Six. It has to be yeah, someone. Me, yeah. <laughs> well, it has to be someone of the same uh, same gender or sex as you as well, which Late. was basically made more for women than for men, obviously yeah. for obvious reasons there, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so. What he was saying was he knew for a fact, based off of all of the evidence he had from all of the officers, that there were six people in the room and the door was open. But the defense, uh, or, or, but the other side failed to ask the question whether or not it was a lawful search. And so basically, the second he, they, they passed that point in the discussion, it was now a fact in law, because if they've decided that, that, that if the other lawyer fails to bring anything up, it's now presumed a fact in law that that search was lawful, hmm. which means even though we know as a fact, as a matter of fact, that it was an unlawful search, the other lawyer's failure to get that out means that it is now a fact of law that it was a lawful search, hmm. which means fact change based off of the abilities of the lawyers. And that is a farce, right? Facts change based off of the abilities of the priest, right? Like this, there's no difference. So it's, to me, the the criminal justice system in Canada is is akin to a religious system. It's a it's it's not connected mm. to fact or or reason or reality. Yeah, like why would and, you? What's the reason? And so that this? my my the reason I went on that little tangent there was because I feel like with with the alien story, like I like I kind of brought up a few times. There's other questions that I think just aren't asked, right? Like why wouldn't it have been a human thing? There's the 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 once you hit light speed travel, the, the requirements of time disappear instantly, right? Like it's just no longer an issue. 
and and we also have the like talked about in terms of bob lazar he was talking about is like they have the ability to manipulate gravity so we're talking about technology that is on an advanced scale that's like in incomprehensible which would make even more sense if time weren't a factor so i think that to me it's not that my interest isn't there it's not that i don't believe and it's not that i don't like talking about it it's that the information i want to know i genuinely don't know who to ask i don't know I don't have access to these people and I feel like the people who do aren't asking good enough questions. I really thought that Joe was kind of just helping him out, getting his story out with this guy who is constantly talking about having headaches and then this filmmaker who really just wants to sell his fucking film. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I, I have a hard time when you don't have those hard questions being asked and I get it. Like Joe went, oh, you're sounding a little conspiracy theory sometimes, right? Like he'll, he'll do it every, every so often. But Joe loves conspiracy theories. I was so, going to say so that. So yeah. he's all, yeah. like, I mean, he's the reason why we have Alex Jones as popular as he was. Joe Rogan helped the worst people on the Rick right the wing. The fucking frogs gay, right? <laughs> he he brought yeah, oh God. He brought he brought Ben Shapiro into into normalcy. He brought he did the same thing with a lot of people that yeah. really probably shouldn't have been right. And he's done that with a lot of good as well, right? Yeah. But uh, like Ayan Hirsi Ali was another one he had on there, which was great to see. So there's like there's he, he does try to balance it, but I just think that the the questions being asked aren't the ones that I'm interested in. The ones I'm interested like are there aliens? To me, the answer is of course there's aliens. I don't give a fuck. How do you know there's aliens? That would be one that I would really yeah. want to know. Where are they from? Are they from this time? Because if they're traveling at the speed of light, they could be coming from a time, like by the time they get here, the planet that they came from might not exist anymore. Hmm. It wouldn't be observable. We don't know. Like So all of these things are very interesting, but all of those questions are better asked towards people that are still working in nasa or physicists and i probably wouldn't understand the answers as they came back at me mm -hmm. so i just i feel so out of my element with it like i think that's really what it is i just think that like i think every kid looks up at the, at, at the stars and just imagines what's out there yeah you know and i yeah, i think man. that you know even if you're religious and like very religious there's still that element of unknown you know, and I think that in order for really society to advance in a lot of ways, we kind of need to scale back that religion. But it's also got to be an understanding of statistics and the infinite. Yeah. That is space, you know, like there is a chance that there is a multiverse. There is a chance that there is a super advanced species out there. But those there. conversations but are impermissible in a world with religion. That's right? exactly like, That's it. really what it is. Yeah. Is like, yeah, that's you, exactly we, what we become on. the witches of yes. our era, right? And that's the problem is like, if you look at the, if you look back at the super geniuses of our time, they got fucked by religion and capitalism, right? Like Nikola <laughs> Tesla was fucked by capitalism, right? Right outright. And we know that because mm -hmm. the, the cocksucker that stole all of his patents also tried to claim that he invented the light bulb, which was invented in Canada by two British people, yeah. right? So like the, the we we know that, that, and he went crazy. Like Tesla spent the last, what, 20 years as a fucking invalid? Like he was he was insane. And this is a guy who, was as anti-capitalistic and as for all of the rest of the people. Like he wanted to provide free yeah. power to everyone. Mm -hmm. Like Westinghouse was the one that dropped his contract, right? Like Westinghouse was the one that said, well, we can't we can't meter free electricity for everybody. So fuck off. Right? Like, so if you go back and then you also uh, like look at uh, the guy who cracked the Enigma machine, 
was gay. And so what did they do once he was done with the Enigma? Chemically they, castrated him. They chemically him. castrated him. He could no longer actually do anything. And that That's was all disgusting. because of religious people, right? Yeah. Like, again, Fuck. religion has undermined and destroyed so many people. One of the reasons that the, the, the greatest discovery, like, math used to be the powerhouse of the Middle East, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, algorithms for computers, the, the, uh, <clears throat> the core word in there, like the, the actual root word in there, is based off of, uh, uh, um, oh my God, I completely spaced, oh no. but it's the type of mathematics. Uh, it's not, it's al algebra, algebra, right? Because that, that actually derives from the Muslim world. Mm -hmm. And it was like the, the original mathematics were, de, de, uh, were, were uh, originate out of the Middle East, mm -hmm. right? So the only reason we have algorithms today is because of the mathematics done in the Middle East 12, 1300 years ago, right? But the advances in those ages, in those places have stopped or declined steadily as a result of advanced religiosity. The more mm -hmm. authoritarianism comes in to try to control power, right? The less advances we have. And that's why I would say that the these species can't be authoritarian or capitalistic is because they don't benefit. But there's also the argument that if society wasn't as authoritarian, would those people have the same drive to discover what they were discovering? You know, because a lot of the things that you, I remember going back to our episode about art, a lot of good art comes from repression. Yep. Right. So who's saying that a lot of good science hasn't come from the same type of religious oppression? Well, you got to remember that those artists, there were, a, everybody was, or most people were oppressed at the time that this, True. this fantastic art was coming out, but those artists weren't. Mm -hmm. They were for a portion of their lives, and then they were propped up by a wealthy benefactor who then paid them to keep on producing art. Real, realistically, they were hand-plucked out of poverty, and so they had the experience to deal with it. And it's kind of like when we were talking about uh, the Buddha, right? Like, where... The, the story of the Buddha is that, you know, he was he was born within the, the castle walls and never got to see suffering or anything. And they had no idea how poverty was. And then uh, Siddhartha Gautama, who was the original Buddha, went, mm. finally managed to jump over the walls and then met poor people and discovered that, like, the, this this need, this seeking for, for material benefit is the worst possible thing you can do, right? You need to, uh, like, suffering, suffering is everywhere mm -hmm. and everything, right? And... So he made it an internal guide to try and and overcome it, but I do think that the I do think that when you're talking about like the idea of an alien species traveling at a high speed and using advanced technology, I think the goals of capitalism would make it impossible for them to have not attacked us or taken anything from our planet in their times that they visit us. Like a capitalist mm. would instantly do that because you would well, have a military yeah, person flying oh, those ships. That's that's. Hold on there, cowboy, because you're forgetting that we're a biological system and inherently fucking disgusting. And any any alien civilization would realize that the amount of bacteria and viral infections they'd risk by interacting with our species would be humongous for both races. I mean, they, they'd expose us to alien... Um, Alien AIDS, you know, AIDS, space AIDS, you know, a lot like uh, how we uh, how we gave smallpox to the natives. We could give them a whole host of diseases, and yeah. that's actually how World of Worlds ended. Uh, they kept coming after humanity, but then they were like, "Humanity's so disgusting that the aliens basically died of viral diseases that we carry." 
Yeah. So it's uh, that's the other thing that maybe you might explain why we haven't interacted with any aliens face to face. Hey, yeah, that's yeah. a good point actually because yeah. we we've been like the common cold. Like everyone gets a cold all the time. Yeah, we have like some kind of uh, I don't like want to say immunity, but like yeah, we still carry it though. Yeah, and we carry and, a lot and of they, things. They've never seen any of that before. So <laughs> and we wipe them out. It's almost and like a weapon. Thing. Yeah, exactly. That's so. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that, that to me is probably why we haven't interacted with any of them. I mean, then you get the you know drunk hicks that are like, "I got probed on a ship." <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I, I don't really, I don't really know what to say about that. But you know, like I, I think just on a level, I mean, um, if if it were a government program pretending to be an alien the first people i'm picking up is a drunk hick hey whoa yeah good point yeah. right like because who you're not going to believe and what is the best way to test out and, uh, our anonymity well look what they did <laughs> look what M- mk ultra exactly know? yeah who are they going to pick on a maternal woman <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. i had i think it was in the same video but, but was ted kaczynski part of that MK Ultra program because they said that in the fucking the that Joe Rogan podcast one they were talking about Ted Kaczynski and how when he was at Harvard he was like completely chalk filled with LSD and that was why he went anti technology and started trying to kill anybody who was propagating technology. I uh, I oh. guess I, yeah I'm they tried sure. to tie all of the alien stuff into Ted Kaczynski's uh, Unabomber uh, approach because I mean dude was obviously a genius like there's yeah no he, he built his own bombs it was actually pretty sweet they uh, when they raided his house they actually found all these you know handmade uh, detonation devices uh, Pro- that- props to the chick who found him too talk about right like the most intense that was a journalist yeah a journalist a female journalist managed to fucking find uh, an elusive super genius murderer yeah like yeah i gotta look into that story yeah. oh man that's a good one if you want to yeah. read them like read the manifesto it's it's fucking hard to not agree with a lot of what he says Ooh. have you not read it if you read it you'll your reaction will be as extreme because i know when you hear the word manifesto you're like ooh, anybody who agrees with the manifesto probably <laughs> a bad person Ooh. but but the what like the shit he's talking about is basically just the fear of multiplicity of of technology. Like once we get to a point, we're not going to be able to press pause anymore. Right now, we could press pause and we could keep ourselves simple, and because that was what he wanted to do. Like let's go back to the forest. Let's stop where we are because yeah. where we're about to go is gonna fucking kill us. And it's gonna be scary. And man. he's like, at certain point, they're gonna start producing themselves, and we can't press pause anymore. We've lost that ability. And that's what he, he he mentions in the manifesto. So it's really hard to, so to not agree with certain of them. I don't agree like with any the of the Matrix, random murdery stuff. He's going to like bomb us so the Matrix doesn't happen? I don't know. Maybe. I saw, oh my God, dude, there's this TikTok that you will absolutely lose your mind over. This guy, did, <laughs> this guy goes through these, uh, uh, he basically has piles of movies on his bed and he like just puts, a, puts them over a frame of them to like explain the evolution. So he starts with Star Wars and he was like, so let me just get this out here. So this is... Uh, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then there's magic and there's still monsters. And then he goes to the Hobbit series. <laughs> He's like, okay, so now this is on Earth, but it's still a long, long time ago. We still have magic and monsters, but there's less and less of them, right? <laughs> and then he's like, okay, hang on a second. And he goes to Harry Potter. And then he was like, so now we're still on modern day Earth, but we're in the future and, uh, or we're clo- <laughs> closer to our time. 
We still have magic and monsters, but they've been suppressed to such a such a point that they're now only in their own magical world. You can't even access them in the regular world, right? And then technology has kind of taken over and basically beaten them over. So what we have next is Terminator. Terminator is technology has beaten out magic and won everything over and has enslaved the human race. Hmm. Then Matrix. And then you've got the Matrix coming in where you see technology has enslaved all of humanity coming in throughout there and and basically go through the full sequence of all of them, uh, of all the different movies. The one thing that they really fucked up, in my opinion, they were using the human body as a battery where the human brain would be the best processing unit that a computer could ever dream of. I mean, if it could be controlled, right? And that's that's kind of where I was like that they kind of messed that up. If I was an alien species, the only thing really worth cultivating in the human body is the brain, the processing power. But I think once you has. understand, like if you if you got to the point in technological advancement of understanding how the how, how neural pathways work and how the brain processes information, like if you got to that point, that's not like the brain is a is the best processor we know of, but it's also not without its flaws, True. right? Like addiction is a very obvious one, well, right? The whole, and the fact the whole that flaw with the matrix is the element of choice. That yeah. was the whole point of the matrix. It was the the, the second the, it was the second or the third matrix where you're sitting in that room with the guy with all the TV screens. That was, was the second. That was the end of the first one where he's sitting in that room. But mm-hmm. yeah, he talks to the 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 what is he called? The designer? Yeah. Something like that. I yeah. thought that was the second episode you saw him. I don't think he was in the first. I thought he was in the first one. But I can't remember. I don't remember. The first one, I think he flew away and that was the end of the Matrix, right? Like Oh uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, like, yeah. Flew into Oh yeah, he s- goes the second one is the one with the keys with the Wazowski yeah. twins in it. Yeah, yeah. that had the, the, you found the guy and he was like it's choice. It's all choice. Yeah. One in every million fuck up the whole system, you know, and it's all because of choice. Which is so funny because we've also talked about how free will is like psychologically an illusion. So the whole premise of that is actually incorrect. Yeah, but a, a robot wouldn't be able to understand that. Well, robot would understand it because it's we use robots to prove it. All they have to do is go through their own data. Hmm. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of mathematics and a lot of really cool stuff that went into the Matrix. Oh, 100%. I'm not saying and, like, uh, I, I'm all I'm saying is that we've now made scientific discoveries since then that went, "Oh, true. okay. It's kind of like the like if you sad. look at Yeah, well, like if you go and look at like time <laughs> travel movies like like Back to the Future and stuff, right? Yeah. Like they taught they 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 believed is time is a linear thing, and now like we know that that's not the case. So yeah. obviously, like movies like The Avengers do time loops way better than Back to the Future. And there's a reason for that, and it's mostly outside pressure because of what we've now learned, right? I, I still love that one family guy. Marty, we gotta go back! <laughs> Your grandson! Yeah. He marries a black! <laughs> so? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Racist doc. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's all... I feel, I feel like all that alien stuff is one of those ones where... I don't know. I don't. I don't know that it really matters if they've existed or visited us. I don't. To me, it more matters that we're not. We're not using all the resources at our disposal as a species to get ourselves to that level. 
Mm -hmm. right? We're selfishly holding on to it out of fear that the other one's going to have it. Like, we talk about funny cartoons that deal with space. Futurama's my favorite one. Futurama was my favorite show growing up. Yeah, I missed up. that show. I uh, love that show. It was like Matt Groening was just flexing because every like South Park had just been ripping into them for three years on Simpsons did it, Yeah, right? And he went, ah, fuck it. I own everything on Fox and I'm the only reason Fox still exists. So why don't I just uh, make another show? And that's what he did, right? Yeah. And now Seth MacFarlane's basically done the same flex Matt Groening did for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but the Futurama episodes, they have a few of them, but they have the, one of my favorite ones is the one where Bender meets God. Have you ever seen that one? I where he has so. like the Malachites and the the other ites uh, living yes. on him, one on his tummy, one on his back. Yes. And he never knew about the ones on his back, but they never saw the sun. And so they actually were non-believers of, of the Benditis or the the great Bender, yeah. right? And then the tummy ones, because they were always facing the sun, were the great believers because they always had great harvests, right? And they had like, like oh, we can finally get along. We can actually learn how to man this ship and all of that. And then they destroy each other with nukes <laughs> on Bender's body. <laughs> and then he goes and meets a light source that is actual God. Right. Yeah. Like, but, but I just, the reason why I find that so funny is because, yeah, like at the end of the day, they oh, were, yeah, they, and, uh, he, he gave advanced uh, nuclear technology to, to Fry go, and Lilo go, or oh, on yeah. that, uh, on that planet with the Tibetan monks. They're yeah. trying to find the God planet. Yeah. And he's like, oh, statistically, we'll never find this. And he just whacks the ball. <laughs> and it's just like, I wish Bender was back. And then, yeah. Well, the best part too was like those monks had been moving it a fraction of a millimeter every, every like hour for fucking generations and he just smacks this ball and spins it into oblivion yeah. <laughs> and he's like no our entire species worth of work is gone yeah like, yeah but yeah i mean yeah. It, but but i just find that i think we genuinely cannot get to the next stage of our learning as long as religion is a, is a thing i'd agree i agree wholeheartedly and i think that that's the most depressing aspect of all of this and it sucks because like there's some honest, like, super awesome people that are religious. Oh, it has nothing to do with the people, I, right? I know, but, like, they're part of it, and that's the bad part, yeah. you know? Like, you, you try to talk them out of it, and they're just like, no, man, it's yeah. just a belief. It's like, it, it's, nothing makes me quite as upset as, like, when you start, like, actually challenging some of the fundamental principles of religion like isn't it weird that everybody on noah's ark everything was like in a seven mile radius within a desert he was also why did they not mention the kangaroos yeah. they're such a weird animal like they're worth mentioning what they feed the lions but the bible's just like and every other species <laughs> he ah. was 750 years old yeah. as a carpenter he also managed to make it so that carnivores and omnivores and herbivores are all living together and he didn't need refrigeration to keep anybody okay. Yeah. Also, just just knowingly, God murdered either all the freshwater or all the salt water or coincidentally, all of the water animals immediately because you either desalinate one of the waters or hypersalinate the other. Ooh, either way, shit. you're killing basically all fucking sea life. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like, Good point. That, which maybe is God killed Atlantis because they were too advanced. Hmm. But uh, yeah, with salt water, I'm guessing. Yeah, they were probably a freshwater yeah. species. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we were the the freshwater green lanterns <coughs> that flown down from the training space program. It's but, just, but then you go into like some of the other stories in the Bible, especially, and uh, you know, like. What's a good example of like the lepers? Well, like David and Goliath is my favorite one because Goliath, like if you look at the words, Goliath, like we know what 
people born with gigantism also are basically developmentally disabled and mm -hmm. incredibly uncoordinated. And it says word for word, he was dragged onto the field. So he was just a big guy who, and David, in my, in my opinion, the beauty of that story is actually the dude with the most advanced technology won. Yeah. David used a slingshot. Nobody else had distance weaponry and he hit him in the head with such velocity with a single rock that he killed the dude. Also, he probably killed a, a disabled guy with gigantism. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But back, back in that time, like, if you were remotely intelligent and had gigantism, you could, like, pwn. Yeah. Probably. I think about it, like, you, you get, like, a piece of leather to, to guard your chest and you're twice the size of most men. Like, yeah. no dude's going to want to fight you. They'll be no. like, you know what? Just have my wife. That's why weaponry was real. Like, I think totally that the beauty of that. Sweet. Like, if you take all of those stories as allegories, though, right? Like, I think that the, the premise of that story, like the the great the great thing to take out of it is that technological advances yeah. are what are what wins, right? What so, like, over... you could actually use religion to manipulate people, like the Christians, to s support technological innovation. And this by is the using thing, right? Like, like that, there like, was a theory, like if you could download your conscience there'd be a group of people that would like just want to hoard resources and like basically human intention would continue, but also it would allow the, the type of people that just like having control over groups of people like cultists and things yeah. to develop a very potent cult over generations of life. Right. Yeah. If that's you that's the die. entire premise of the show altered carbon. You need to watch that. Show. Okay. That, that, oh. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Like they download consciousness onto a disc and then slide them into new bodies, which they then call sleeves. Yeah. So you're actually not born entitled to your body. And Ugh. that's yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Makes you uncomfortable. Like yeah. all that black mirror shit I made you watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've a lot of a uncomfortable yeah, stuff. It's, uh, it's, but, there's some good there's some good episodes there for sure. Yeah, but it's like the uncomfortable conversations <laughs> around technological innovation is always just gonna be one of those things, right? Like mm -hmm. like the idea like we're nearing cyborg level compared to people two hundred years ago, they would consider us to be near near God level. We have answers to everything <laughs> yeah. we want in our pockets. Right. Like, so I don't know if that's made us better, though. It's not better. But that's what I mean is like, that's how pitiful the gods were to people 200 years ago. This would be God level. Yeah. Holding this phone. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's what I mean is well, like, even going back to the 80s with this shit. Have you ever seen that movie Hot Tub Time Machine? Yes. I love that. <laughs> the guy pulls out like, his phone. He's like, it's a communist device. Yeah. yeah. Red, red oh, dog. That, that was the Red Bull, the can <laughs> of energy drink, too. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. My favorite one was the girl, like, uh, just whispering in his ear. Come find me. He goes, how? How? Are you on Facebook? What do I do? I don't. I barely even remember what you look like. Yeah. Like, I don't know where to go. Do I just yell into the sky? How do I find another person again? Yeah. Like, yeah. The like, that's, but that's what I mean. Is yeah. like, te technological innovation is near impossible to fathom to get once you get to that level. Like, we genuinely can't under comprehend what's going to happen. Yeah. I genuinely envision like. Not to the same extent that you were joking with last time of like the, we only need one suit, let's get a space suit. Dude, that'd be great. But, but I do think a technology-based suit or clothing where we integrate it, rather than wearables, it's going to be literal. Like you put on you put on your t-shirt and your t-shirt, if, if it's the most updated t-shirt, has built-in heart monitor, body tracking, uh, massage abilities through some sort we of We can develop all this. I don't know why we're not developing that. super suits yet because, like, here's the thing. Like, the amount of materials you go because through in clothing, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's increased, I think, tenfold because in the last few years. Because if that super suit gets into the hands of someone like me who wants to take out the powerful, 
Well, no, they're not going to allow it. They, the reason we're not developing it on mm. any kind of massive scale is because it threatens the power of the people who would have the money to develop it. Right. Right. That's, that's why Batman didn't make suits for everyone. He made them for himself. Right. Iron Man made a lot of suits, but they only worked with him. True. Well, right? until Ultron, but yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Once you can't control the internet, you lose. But I mean, that's why China's winning. They control their internet. Are they going to create Ultron? Oh, interesting. Because um, they don't give a fuck about AI. Like they, they, they fully said, like to the public, they're like, we, we just, we're gonna do what we want. China, well, they're gonna make China chimeras. Rules. They, they also don't care about like scientific integrity as well. Yeah. All the time. So like, they made like made- super muscular dogs. You see those? No, I don't want to either. Uh, yeah, they basically manipulated the DNA in some type of really muscular dog in the first place. But they're like. More muscular, and it literally <laughs> looks like something you'd see in like a, you know, they're just like Will Ferrell with cowbell, but on the unethical <laughs> side, just chiming yeah. away. Yeah, like, like how it's... do we get more animal testing? <laughs> how do we get more things <laughs> yeah. to be violent? Who gives a fuck about ethics? More cowbell, ding ding ding! <laughs> like just yeah. play it on the side. Just fuck me. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, maybe all the UFOs are from China. Yeah, but know? that's what. That's, yeah, we that's have the other no thing idea, too, right? right? Like, and you know, I, I'm happy we 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 hashed this out today. Well, maybe COVID uh, you know, is an alien virus, and this is our it, first test with it. Exactly. It was uh, the China virus, <laughs> actually. China. I can't believe they, they, they tried doing that. That's the Wuhan such flu a, was the next one. The Kung <laughs> flu or the... <laughs> Oh, stupid. Like, uh, how, how back? Like, we did that Isn't in the 1900s. We call it the, the Spanish flu. It's like you're basically saying that we <laughs> haven't evolved to a level where we can actually name a virus a little more scientifically. Yeah. Like, that, that, that to me, it's, it's, it's where it comes from. It's the China virus. It's like, well, no, uh, because it's mutated about four or five times now. Yeah. So it's technically the China, India, uh, Delaware, <laughs> Mexico virus. Delaware yeah. flu. Uh, you know, and then they're like, well, and Brazil. And what what also yeah. got me too was there was these people that were like posting like the co- uh, coronavirus vaccines, and they were like for dogs. Like they had like pictures of veterinary vaccines, like coronavirus vaccine for dogs. And it's like, well, a coronavirus is just describing how the virus looks. It's not this virus, yeah. you know? And like, it's just, uh, that's the other part. These, these fucking idiots on social media, man. Like that's the other thing holding us back. I think, you know, Jim <laughs> Jeffries was right. There's like 10% of the train, the people at the front of the train that are like, we could cut this and go a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the other 90% of people that are just on for the ride. You so know? in our conversation the other day, when I was <laughs> when, when I was telling you that I was surprised that you were nonviolent, that's pretty much I feel like I'm gonna acknowledge my privilege before I say this. But yeah, I'm sitting very comfortably in that top 10% going, cut the fucking chain. Yeah. Like I well, don't care if members of my family are on that one. <laughs> they were slowing me down too. Well, you know, I, I just think that as 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 time goes on especially in our life we're going to see it uh just the scarcity of resources that's going to be the biggest issue yeah, on this thanos planet thanos was right and i i don't i don't want to say thanos was right oh, not the outcome he was right <laughs> in the fact that we were going to run out of resources oh for sure he went for mass genocide yeah that's yeah, not i the mean right nobody came up with including the avengers with snapping your finger and doubling the resources right nobody thank you did that there was <laughs> no good guys there were guy, there was an asshole with a pencil and an idiot with an eraser that was it <laughs> nobody did anything they did nothing positive i was uh, so angry 
Like why? Uh, why not double the resources? Also, if you all if he halved all species, he would have been having honeybees. We wouldn't have lasted the next five years. We nope. would have all died. Yep. So it wouldn't have mattered. So obviously there was a few species that he went, mm, maybe we keep those ones full. <laughs> I wish like if he did like 90% mosquitoes, gone. Oh that would be the world great. would be a better place. But then place. dragonflies, man. I don't even give a fuck. Let's take out 90% of insects. Gone. Yeah, thank you. And then, but then we're going to have to take out 90% of birds because they all eat those, which means that, oh, man. Yeah. And then 90% of reptiles eat birds. It's then. like really horrible trickle down. It it's really weird. is. It, it, it's kind of like some big chain. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's almost like we are all Circle part of, of this life. huge harmonious global system. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do more bomb tests in Norway. Yeah, bong, bong tests. A bomb. You hear about that? No, I, I much prefer the, the fucking NG Russians over the MB. The Russians are bong doing tests. bomb tests in uh, in Norway now. They're testing out a whole bunch of new weapons. Oh, That's good. Yeah. And Norwegians are like, you can't about. do that up there. And they're like, well, we kind of own it, so it's fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta but love I think. Uh, and on that note. I, I think yeah. that hopefully that makes a Norwegian like Godzilla. Yeah. There's there's like a if ever there was going to be in a, a a country that I wouldn't mind taking taking the wheel, uh, it would be Norway and or Sweden and or maybe like Finland through Godzilla. No, like I mean more just through if they were going to like create a country of hulks. Okay. For these tests, I'm like yeah, make them incredibly socialist hulks. Yes. Like, Hulk <laughs> smashed and charge your insurance. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. <laughs> Taxes go up five percent. Smash through <laughs> glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think it would be great. I think I, I think that would lead to more like hospital visits. You know, they they're all connected. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're in the hospital. Oh, socialism. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Socialism. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I feel like a country of hulks would be a great and interesting country. I, I think uh, I'd go with the Iron Man suit, though, because he can still fly into space, which is pretty sick. Yeah, but all you need is one real smart dude sitting on it uh, in his car on the side of the highway, just fucking tapping into a True keyboard story. and then he was like hey by the way i'm gonna down you actually you yeah. know what you're high enough up i'm just gonna cut off oxygen <laughs> done <Yeah>. then just <laughs> vents Drop out like a little bug from the sky hey what's that a ufo ah there oh, you go oh shit <laughs> nope it's just tony dying that's it yeah <sighs> yeah superman is dead yeah well well i mean on that note yeah uh wakanda <laughs> forever yeah <laughs> hopefully there is a wakanda uh we're all hoping yeah, because then maybe there is a superhuman species that's like I think we should definitely check just, out yeah. Antarctica a little more. Should, that could, fucking could hollow, there earth, be a man. hollow earth, right? Oh, that, man. I that, love that theory so much. Is is it, it kind of like like hollow earth like locusts in in like what game is that? Gears of War where like beneath us there's like a whole other society kind of deal. That's like, what they're thinking. Isn't that yeah. South Park's crab? Crab people. Yeah, crab yeah. people. Like queer eye for a straight guy was just crab people. Yeah. Walk like crab. <laughs> Talk like people. Yeah. Crab people. Crab people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we've talked about pretty much everything. Okay. Yeah. What else? We managed to bring in (laughs) women's suffrage, though, into an alien conversation. You know what? Yeah. We we managed to find a way. I don't don't think it's difficult, which is sad, to bring up 
how women are disproportionately fucked, but yeah, it's uh we managed to bring it into every conversation and that I'm proud of. And yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's it's worth noting. I mean, yeah. it's 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 tragic, but uh you know, I read a uh I read a little Facebook post. It was like men are doing so much worse in this pandemic. Women are only leaving 76 cents to every man's dollar. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh, it's so true. But, you know, I, I'm glad we bring up these issues and, you know, I'm glad we uh, kind of talk about the middle ground. And, you know, I think next week I'd really like to talk about China. Yeah. You know, I, I think. So that's uh, going to be one that's not going to fucking get air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my god we talk about saudi arabia or china and instantly your fucking connections to through apple and youtube get pulled oh, so great. let's see let's see how it goes yeah. okay hey, if we're going to talk about china sure we'll do it but we got to mention that fucking well, uh, one i've been on picking a lot of the latest yeah. episodes like what, what would you rather talk about i'm i'm, I'm open for oh whatever, man. man i like the, honestly doing a deep dive into religion i think would be an interesting one for okay. because i think that for at least the people that yeah. that listen because of their connection to you guys and there and that right leaning, there's probably a stronger connection to religiosity there. I know in law school, a few people that went to law school with me, they the funny thing about law school is people all know that they're good at arguing things. The extra funny thing is that the religious people in law school really, really, really extra hate arguing about religion. And so I actually had a really good close friend of mine in law school who when they had a chaplain come and talk about reconciling, uh, <laughs> practicing law with your religion, um, she, I was like, oh, I'm going to come in here and just throw up counterpoints, just have fun. And she actually brought me to the side and she was like, please don't. Like, oh, God. Like, please don't. I really, like, this is super personal to me. Can you please not show up to this? And I was <laughs> like, only because you asked me so nicely. Like, uh, you basically acknowledge that if I talk, you're going to stop believing in God. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. That's where you just but, throw on a Dr. Claw voice and just give yeah. her. <laughs> I'm coming to the class. <laughs> your religion is foolish. <laughs> I will crush your beliefs. I don't want to crush people. <laughs> and I think that's the problem is people tie their beliefs to themselves, who they are. Yeah. And I don't want to crush people. Because those people are genuinely good people. Well, their if beliefs you crush the just, religion out of that lady, though, it, yeah, I mean, maybe just, something good would have come out of that. The problem is, is that if I crush the religion out of that <laughs> that young woman, I can tell you right now, she got married, and I was told I couldn't be invited because her mom is so religious they can't have an atheist there. See what I mean, man? So that's what I mean. Like, like I, you could have had another wedding. But like straight up, if I had managed to crush that, she might not have a family. Right, this is the problem with religion, right? Like, if you look at like oh, like, like all of shit. those all of those things with Mormonism that you can, that people leaving but the, if they the don't church respect of Mormon you for who you truly are, they don't are give, they really worth your time? They don't believe that that's who you truly are. They think you're being blinded by the devil. <laughs> that's, Jeez, man, there's always an oh, answer, man. Shit. It's terrifying. So that's yeah. why that's a topic I would love to get into. I think that uh, gender would be one that would be a left-right one that would be interesting to talk about. Just yeah. For me, man, like I, I don't really think gender is that much of a topic. It's not like you with UFOs. I'm just like, if you want to identify as a woman and you have a penis, go for it. Like I, I'm not bothered by that. No, I'm yeah, not either. Me, like, it's just more of like the, sp in, the in sports, sports or like the sports one was the hardest one, and so mm, I it actually, is in like sports law. I wrote a paper on it and then gave a presentation in see, front of for everybody me, about like, it, and that yeah. was a very hard presentation to do. But I think if you wanted to too. do 
sports, you could have it as more of like pure sports where you have no drugs, no, uh, you know, no change in delineation of sexes and anything like that. And you just call it something, you know, candy or maple, like vanilla, you know, like, oh, these are vanilla sports. You can't. You can't be a man and try to be a woman here. You know this is authentic Olympic level, whatever you want to call it. Well, even that. And then, sentence, like the though, other like, side, so... the other side of things, you could just like let them do whatever they want. Like, yeah. oh, you want to take HGH at an unhuman amount and watch yeah. your heart blow up? Go ahead. Okay, so maybe Throw we a should fucking just... Volkswagen Beetle to the moon. I want to see that. And then what we did with I the MLB see what and the slam human body is capable XFL of. And... You know, yeah, but I mean, like, I want to see what the human body is capable of too. I yeah. think that the, the the and if someone wants to do that much HGH and be that crazy with it, then fuck can go for it i mean here's the thing like i'm not going to be the guy that's going to tell you that you shouldn't don't i'm not going to be the guy that won't let you do something i'll I'll point out hey maybe that's a bad idea or hey maybe you know a man develops different than a woman so it's not exactly fair but at the end of the day that's the nuance that i kind of wanted to get on though because Mm -hmm. i think that we're well, i saw you waving around it i was just like that's the problem yeah well no that and that's the problem right is like is that there is there's not just X Y and and Y Y right or or X Y and X X or whatever the fucking whatever the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. There's X X Y Y, which is uh, um, I can't remember what it's called, but Klein, Kleinfelter syndrome, where you're built, born with two X's and two Y's, um, and there, it's it's exclusive to male brains. But here's the cool thing. So basically, the crux of the argument in, that I made in <laughs> class because it was a sports law class was that we actually can identify a male brain versus a female brain Ooh. In, in yeah by by it, uh, using a steroid called, called androstenedione and this steroid only interacts with male brains in a specific way okay so what they did and it's a small scale study but it was 20 to 25 people who had all claimed to have been transgender and what they did was they basically put them under an fMRI um, while they while they, they uh, gave, gave them the androstenedione, right? Okay. And what they found was that these people were correct in their sentiment, in the in the sense that they were born in the wrong shell. Their brain was in the wrong shell. So that's that's basically what it was. Hmm. You had a female brain in a male body, or a male brain in a female body. They were correct in what they were saying. Yeah. Right. But sure. the question for sports law became, and this is what I told them. I was like, once we realize that you can analyze those two things. The question then becomes what gives men the physical advantage, uh, like a biological man, a physical advantage over a biological woman. And it's what gender you go through puberty as. Mm -hmm. That's what gives you the advantage. Because when you get flooded through te- with testosterone, your den- muscle density and your mu- your your bone density uh, increases massively for men when they're younger, right, in through their teen years. So if you go through uh, puberty as a male, I think that should register you as a male athlete indefinitely like the same the same principle applies to international sports if you play for team canada on any official international scale you can't defect to another country but if you have dual citizenship kind of like brett hull used to do why why not why not like i'm just because you're not part of that country who cares well, yeah, but it's more from an Olympic standpoint because it was all about but, this but, idea but of I mean, like, at the end national of the day, if, supremacy. If, if humanity is going to evolve, as we've talked about, I mean, you got to get <laughs> religious out of there, religiousness or religion out of there. But mm-hmm. you also have to get these stigmas that like women and men aren't equal. And yeah, on a physical level, you're absolutely right. 
But if we truly want to evolve as a species, why why do we even look at it that way? Why don't we just say it's this more is like exactly, it's not right? about a, you know, evolving? If, if this it's person, about fairness and competition. Is well, yeah, but like they if, don't care if, about evolving. If, if a woman wants to compete against a whole bunch of transgender men, you know, that's that's obviously going to be quite a. You know, uh, it's not going to be fair. It's not going to be a fair competition. It depends. I mean, it really depends on what you're competing with, well, though, right? But like, like, like if, it, you're, if, if you're, you're doing like deadlifting or you know anything like you know strength related, it would be very difficult. Sheer but, force, but here's yeah. The thing. But then I the mean, swiftness argument is the opposite. So they actually. But, but did here's it. the thing. I mean, if if that brain was in the wrong body, then that's still a woman. I mean, even though yeah, you've hormonally went through changes, but those were incorrect. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I mean is like, but so few people will acknowledge even the first bit, sure. right? And that's the part that really is the hard part to overcome is if you yeah. don't acknowledge that you can be born with the wrong, basically the, the wrong I, I, shell. I, I think that's entirely possible. And yeah. that's why I, I like I, that. I think, I think it might not a, be like a genetic thing all the time. I think there could be a lot of cause and effect that create that. Yeah. Because neural pathways are formed in a lot of ways through experience, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people that are transgender generally have ties to sexual assault uh, at young age. And it's unfortunate. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that, that seems to be something that's almost systemic in that community. Well, you know, it's, it's sexual a, and like sexual assault is, is rampant, but it does create mm -hmm. this, this category of, uh, fear of sexual quote unquote normalcy because they were abused under a normal conditions. Yeah. Right. And so they're conditioned now to think that normal conditions might not be quote unquote normal. And we were supposed and to talk again, about I'm all using this these all tongue in cheek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well but, let's you know. table it there. We'll either talk about China, gender, or uh religion next Why week. Why not all religious three? gender <laughs> in China. Ooh there we go. What religion can the uh, female gender be in China? The answer is if you're female you are not a person in China. Well, I'd agree with that. Yeah. You know, there's there's a whole push right now in China um, for women to marry younger and younger. Yeah. And there's actually statistically, like, I think more men than women because of the one-child policy. But there is, uh, they call them left-behind women. And you can watch this on Vice. Uh, I love Vice. They're always ahead of things. Uh, just, just look up Chinese unmarried women and watch that documentary. It's... Uh, it's well, kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's definitely a, a lot of fucking issues that can come out of that. But yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about yeah. one of these for yeah. sure. Yeah, on that note. they have like a 1950s approach to marriage in the household. Yeah. And it's very like 1950s America. Like the woman must reproduce. She's got to be at home. And basically it just slaps professional woman in the face. Yeah. And in a place that's communist where science and religion don't really correlate, why would they be doing the same kind of gender stereotypes that we have out here in the West that have hand us? Well, here, here's makes no the, sense. Here, here, for the listeners who are still <laughs> on and they're they're waiting up for us to wrap this up as we go to, to China for next week in this next week. And if you if you've ever made a TikTok or if you even have the app, make a TikTok, throw on closed captioning and say the following black woman, white woman, Asian women. I can promise you, at least I've seen this multiple times. Asian women is censored on TikTok. So. China has a very interesting approach to censorship and what they want people to talk about and not talk about. So give it a try. I would love any feedback, messages, or anything huh. on the bottom of this. Yeah, just the see. Gooch podcast at uh, gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Hit us up with anything you've seen, podcast. anything weird we want, or any talking points we would UFO love to videos, investigate. I will happily look at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you manage to download them off of Adam's brother's phone from a few years back. Yeah. yeah if you were the guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
That would be great. That That's dick. crazy, though. Anyway, happy right, Friday, happy guys. Happy Friday, Friday. Bye. <laughs>